This pre-roll ad is brought to you by Empire Wreckers. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at Empire Wreckers. If you'd like video content, we're on YouTube and Twitch, where we stream games like our group playthrough of Star Wars The Old Republic. And if you'd really like to support the show, you can subscribe to our Patreon for monthly bonus content. And now, our feature presentation. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Star Wars Empire Wreckers, the Star Wars actual play podcast that has less to do with the source material than the movie The Lawnmower Man. <laughs> Who's ready to steal the title only today? Vanry Maracall is ready to steal the title only of The Lawnmower Man. I'll have you know, she is the smartest person around because she has read 400 books about growing her biceps. <laughs> Mond. Al Mond is portraying a scientist who is always shirtless and smoking for some reason. Uh, Rambius is tired of these accusations that he is derivative, and he and his brother Matt Smith will fight you over it. <laughs> <laughs> and Meyer has one rank in xenology from all of the alien romance books she reads. And if you're ready for some incredibly dated CGI, why don't you come along with us to a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away in Star Wars. War rages throughout the galaxy. The once indestructible Sith Empire has fractured into warring factions, and the Galactic Republic has receded to a handful of core worlds. On the planet Terrace, situated along the border between the light and the dark, a pair of Sith twins rule, enacting cruelty and mercy in equal measure as they seek a precarious balance. In the planet's lower city, the balance is beginning to sway, and a dingy little dive bar called the Empire Wrecker may eventually fulfill the destiny of its name. Eh. <laughs> Man, I thought we were just supposed to be serving drinks. No, that's Maz's job. Oh, yeah, yeah, what do you guys do when Maz is working? Drinking in the office. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're balancing the books, thanks. I'm making the schedule. Yeah, it, we're doing it the does stuff that take Maz four hours. isn't smart enough for. Jesse, I must cook. <laughs> we got an illegal drug operation in the back? Yeah. Hey, wait, no, actually we do. Never mind. I we forgot about do, that. We kind of do, yeah. We kind of do. Now, We say we're now. making the schedule, but the schedule is the, just that Maz is in all day, every day. <laughs> yeah. There's no labor I'm... laws on Terrace. Yeah. Poor Maz. You think Maz needs a little bit of help? Nah, she's fine. Should we hire an assistant for her? Yeah, um... let's... Yeah, I mean, perhaps a young Wookie. No. Now, now that we're coming into a little bit of money with our drug operation, we probably should. I mean, how much of an operation is the drug thing? Rombi has tried to make a dose once and did not succeed, and I, I don't know if he's gonna make enough for an actual operation, or if it'll all just get used up with him and myself skimming off the top. To say, are you selling it or are you just using it? Yeah, exactly. Uh, we'll see how much I make. Yeah, your profits are going up in smoke. Yeah. <laughs> you said going up, and I got excited there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> That's what was going up. Yeah, the excitement. Mm. The smoke. <laughs> Our boy, skinless penis. <laughs> <laughs> it's healing slowly. It's your boy, skinless penis. <laughs> Anyway, so what are what are we and our skinless penises doing? <laughs> well, uh, Vanry, are you bouncing? I'm always bouncing, baby. So you can see, um, coming out of some of the nearby stores, you can kind of watch this person um, come out of the no-tell motel next door. You can watch them cross the street, go into the sex shop next door. 
And then, like, they seem to be carrying this stack of sheets. Uh, as they approach, they seem to be a, uh, a Pantoran. You can't really tell how old they are. They look kind of young, though. They're wearing this, like, heavy jacket, scarf, knit hat. Uh, Pantorans are from uh, Cold World, so they might be new to Terrace if they're still wearing all this stuff. And they come up to you, Van Ray, uh, and they say, uh, hello, are you hiring? Uh, why? Who are you? What do you want? <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm new to the planet. I'm just looking for work. Vibe check him. Vibe check him. Yeah, yeah. Can I give him an ocular pat down? He's carrying like a <laughs> stack of blankets or what is this? Well, Percept. Like, it's a, Percept. It's a, yeah, give me a two purple perception. Should we all or? Uh, no, just Van Rees since she's bouncing. Let me do my job. Let me give him the ocular pat down. Oh shit, a failure to advantage. I mean, you can't tell, uh, but this person, like they're carrying some, not like, uh, like fabrics, not textile sheets, but like sheets of flimsy plast. They hand one to you and it appears to be their resume. Aww. Oh, what, what's on their resume? Are they qualified? They do have some restaurant experience. It says that uh, they worked for the Little Bivoli franchise uh, <laughs> on the front lines of the war. So uh, the Little Bivoli franchise is just this kind of independent food service business. So they've likely prepared food for both the Republic and the Sith. Okay, well, I mean, I'll, I'll kind of look at it and be like, um, I don't know, uh, Rombius. Uh, are we hiring? Uh, what do they want? At a job, I think. But for, yeah, yeah, but for per hour, for a day or however. Oh, uh, yeah, like what's, uh, what's your, what is, I, I, I'm, I get put on my professional face, just, what's your desired wage and hours? Oh, um, well, you see that, it doesn't really, I know I'm, I'm new here and I, I, I'm just looking to get away from the war, so it's not, I'm not really looking for much money, just, just, uh, like, I, I could even, if you have, like, a broom closet or something, I could s sleep and I'm, I'm fine oh. to just, like... They're desperate, Rombius! I, indentured servants, yes, we can do an indentured servant, dude. God. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll wipe back this guy, just like, so you're, like, cool with sleeping on a cot in the back? Like, not that we all do that, but, like... Just if that was a thing. Uh, yeah, I'm just trying to get on my feet right now. Aww. Oh, yeah, like, come in. You can talk to Rombius. He's, uh, he's, he's the owner. All right, uh, I'll come in. And they kind of try and sidle past you with their, like, thick jacket. Oh, they I'll see, let They buy. seem to be, like, kind of sweating with all the clothes that they're wearing. Oh, they just wore all their possessions oh. in one go. <laughs> also, I am kind of wondering. We treat the employees this bad, but Rombius is the manager. Why are you nice to us, Rombius? Is he? Well, he owns, we're allowed he owns to go and uh, participate in schemes. You are friends and accomplices. I'm doing like flare bartending in the corner and like popping caps off of bottles of my new sword. Give me a three purple coordination. <laughs> and since you're doing it with your sword, you should probably add a black to that. You're smashing bottles all over the place. <laughs> Two success, four threats. Uh-oh. <laughs> so so you are doing it, but there is a lot of collateral damage happening. A lot of broken glass. Yeah. Yeah, Rombius, why are you friends with us? Something I ask myself every day. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but are people at least like watching and being entertained? Do we have customers? Yeah, there are no customers. You're just doing this for your own pleasure. No, you have, you have some customers. Since you got threat, there is a splash zone, and they're not really <laughs> impressed by it. Oh. I mean... Uh, everyone starts somewhere, you know. I mean, whatever. It's probably just crusty. You think it's crusty cool though? Crusty doesn't care. I think that's neat. I think that's cool. Um, I'm I'm more of a. I spend most of my time in the kitchen though. 
Oh shit! Oh, we got competition. Thank God I could use uh, I could use somebody to help me out in the kitchen. Oh, do you have a do you have a head chef? I, I could assist them. Is that what you like to call yourself? <laughs> oh, hello. My name is Mond Almond, and I hear that you're good with some utensils. Uh, yes, yes, sir, I am. And they hold out their hand and they say, "My name is Lop." Excuse me. Lop. Like uh, like L like L U like Lop like Lou. Uh, L O P T. Lop. 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 Is the T silent? Uh, kind of. Pronouncing that kind of makes your head go backwards a bit when you say it. A little. I'm I'm ready to get to work right away if you'll have me. All right. Um. Well, we can probably uh get started here. Uh, I got a bunch of dishes that I gotta clean, and then we need to help prep the um the fingers to the the chicken fingers to be chicken <laughs> my fingers <laughs> whose fingers has al just decided that this dude is hired or is this a uh, part of the interview process yeah this is probation i mean you if you <laughs> if you if you hired her then i'm just going to uh t- take on uh, the the probationary period and then a temporary fee for <laughs> apprenticeship <laughs> yeah for room and board yeah of course. perfect no you have to yeah. make the food that you eat, granted, but... Uh... <laughs> no, if it doesn't have any money, then, like, fine. Yeah. Probationary period. All right, let's do it. All right. So you can take this person back to the kitchen and start showing them around. And they they take off their, their heavy clothes, uh, their, their jacket and their hat, and they kind of, like, shake out, like, this, like, matted kind of greasy hair, and they kind of slick oh. it back. And then they... Uh, like they, they start rubbing their eyes and their gold Pantoran eyes after they've rubbed them, like you notice they change and they become this like glowing red and their posture kind of changes. And they say, it's been a while, Cypher 7. <laughs> um, know that if you're going to go around faking your death, you need to stop giving your real name to people. <laughs> no, no, no. Ooh, I, I, cha- I change. I change. I changed my name from like Almond, like A L M O N D, to Almond A L M O N D E R S. And you can recognize that this is not a uh, young Pantoran uh, from the sticks at all, but this is in fact another Cipher agent that you know, known as Cipher Eight. Cipher 8, what do I, uh, to what do I owe this pleasure? I don't know if I'd call it a pleasure, but you're lucky that you still have some friends upstairs who are able to keep that little mishap quiet from Keeper. Yeah, which one? I've been part of a few of them. Well, the one that had to do with the dead body found outside your bar, where you uh, took over the investigation, I believe. Weirdly, that was one that, was, that I was not really involved with, so that was uh, nuts. You did give your full name to the investigator, <laughs> James Bond always gives his name, so why wouldn't I? <laughs> because James Bond isn't on the run from his organization. He has That's, been before. He has been before, and he still kept. He still gave away his name. <laughs> I'm playing by those rules, whatever consequences that may come to me. <laughs> I'm sorry, Al. You just aren't giving main character energy in the same way as James Bond. <laughs> I've seen my silhouette. I know what I do. <laughs> 
Your silhouette kills people independent of you. Like wherever you go, you've been you've just been using the liquify tool to make your shoulders real broad <laughs> and your hips real narrow. Every time I see my sil- my silhouette, it's like it's not it's not like a, a smooth uh, shape like it normally would be, but there's like divots to where my skin used to be. So yeah. it's sick. I'm trying to stay a little bit low t- uh, low to the ground here, but I, uh, as you can see, I'm missing some of my most important tools, like my face maker, especially ever since I've been literally burned here. Um, but what what is it that you need from me? Well, since we have been helping you to maintain your low profile, uh, I think it's time that we called in a little bit of a favor. I need your help with something. Okay. Well, uh, I may be able to do such things. I feel as though uh, I owe you for this. So uh, what can I do for you? What do you know about Hammer Station? What do I know about Hammer Station? Uh, that would be a knowledge lore, probably three purple knowledge lore or warfare. And we don't have any, we don't have any, uh, uh, destiny points, so I'm just gonna roll that. Wash! I don't know that much about it. Well, I'm not surprised. It's, uh, quite an old thing. It was something that was devised for one of the old wars. Essentially, the concept was you would hollow out a giant asteroid, fit it with repulsors and tractor beams, and turn it into, I suppose, a railgun that you could use to destroy an entire city in one blast. Hmm. That sounds dangerous and very metal. What can we do with one? Well, over the past couple of thousand years, the tech's gotten cheap enough for sector warlords to afford building it, and the plans have been kept pretty tight under lock and key from both the Republic and the Sith, but uh, it seems as if a gang of pirates has somehow gotten a hold of them and are trading them to the Shogun of Denova in exchange for his daughter's hand in marriage. Okay, just so so I get this straight here. Um... What one group is exchanging this very dangerous weapon to another group so that the first group can exchange the second group's uh, hands, daughter, in marriage so they kind of get some royalty out of it? Yes, it seems as if there's something going on between one of the pirates and the girl. I don't know the specifics of it. I'm sure there was some kind of ribald adventure, but the problem is that the Shogun of Denova, his uh, former Republic military, and the pirates are a group of Sith dropouts known as the Knights of Ren, which leads me to believe that somebody within the Sith leaked the plans. Obviously, I can't go to uh, our regular cipher agents because they could be compromised. But since you're dead, you are trustworthy. Technically, yes. The de- uh, dead man tell no tales. I think I heard. I think that's how that goes. Anyways, um, all right. So here, here's what I'm gonna need here in order to actually go there. We're gonna need an actual decent disguise machine so that I could I could go there not as Almond, but as somebody uh, new and special like. Alley mode. Or well, something. not alley mode, but um, I did have something in mind that takes advantage of your particular skills. Okay, go on. Getting burnt alive? Oh. <laughs> Are you guys like <laughs> eavesdropping? Buttery to each other. Guys, I told you not to look at me while I'm cooking! <laughs> we all have our, our ear to the swinging door. Yeah, this uh, Cypher H just looks back and they say, are they trustworthy, your people? Um, We're not here, sorry. Close enough. <laughs> uh, they, 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 co- they come very uh, trustworthy in a pinch. Yeah, we're all trustworthy. We all have secrets from each other. <laughs> <laughs> You've all got blackmail keeping you uh, in line. <laughs> well, not Rombius. Rombius was very upfront with us about uh, his Being dark secrets. <laughs> yes. Go out and hunt for me, my children of the night. 
Yes, boss. <laughs> they they've helped me in the past, and they can help me now, and I can make sure that they stay knowledgeable and yet in the dark. Literally, all listening at the door. <laughs> Everyone just like. Be quiet, be quiet, be quiet. Shut up. I told you guys not to look at me while I'm cooking my chicken fingers. We're not looking. I don't know why that tickles me so much. <laughs> Just the idea of Daniel, I'll get burnt up Daniel Craig having a dizzy fit like that. All right, so the, go- the goal here is to... Uh, Dis, uh, destroy the weapon, or steal, or steal the plans before they actually build it. Or what? What phase are we in right now? Well, it seems that the pirates are offering the plans to the shogun as sort of a dowry. That the plans will be presented to the bride at the conclusion of the ceremony. So, with your penchant for disguise, Cipher Seven, I was thinking that we could infiltrate the bride's quarters, knock her out. You dress up as her. We attend the banquet that precedes the wedding. And as everyone's getting drunk, we try to find out who leaked the plans to them. And then we go through at the ceremony. You pretend to marry one of the knights and steal the plans. Whether or not you stay for the honeymoon is up to you. <laughs> God damn you, Cypher 8. <laughs> um, Wait, so what is he... I don't okay. know. My brain just glitched out for a second. He's, is he proposing that you get be the one who get ma- gets married? Yes. Oh. Um. Okay. I'll. Okay. Okay. Um. And I will do that on two conditions. Uh, first condition is I get to keep the disguise maker, the face maker, uh, for future uses. Um. And secondly, you. Uh, legitimately stay uh, stay behind and help me with the uh, dishes and the, uh, food prep. Like just for today, or? <laughs> I mean, for probationary period. I'll do this job for you, but you gotta be my slave after. I'll tell you what. Uh, if you can help me to reconstruct the equipment, which I believe was destroyed after your unfortunate um, disappearance, then yes, you can keep it, but I will not be assisting you in this shithole of a bar that you've decided to crawl into. That's hey, what the fuck is he saying about our bar? Are you listening? What? <laughs> yeah, I'm still at the door eavesdropping. <laughs> yeah, I thought we that... all were. I thought this was a family thing. And you guys are all at different doors. <laughs> There's like seven doors and you're at three of them. And Maz is, at, Maz wow. is like up in the rafters just listening as well. Well, there's probably just that, like, open window that looks into the... <laughs> Door into city the over here. <laughs> all right. All right. That's a deal. All right. It's a deal. They still need to find somebody to help me with the cooking, though. Jesus Christ. It gets really hectic. It gets hectic here sometimes. Even when three people are asking to cook. Have you ever cooked for three people at once? It's very, very busy. No, I can't say I have, Cypher 7, but uh, you were always the expert at multitasking and handling more than three things at once. That I was. Um, that I was. You handle it. I, I, Is that a ghost? What what, what was that? <laughs> so if we're going to reconstruct this disguise technology, what are we going to need? Well, let's see. Uh, let's see what pieces are available right now, and then uh, we'll kind of go from there. I do have um, a buddy. Or do do we have a, a mechanics person? I'm pretty sure we do. Hmm. Well. Do we? <laughs> Uh, you have a guy who makes weapons and armor for you. Yeah, but... we got our 
We got our buddy half next door. Okay, we're gonna go to the buddy next door, and we're gonna uh, bring that to him. And uh, uh, while he fixes it, we're gonna like do our plan of like how I'm gonna infiltrate this and what the rules for all of you guys is gonna be. Do you think that he'll have what we need to be able to reconstruct this equipment? I um, investigated him under my cover, and um, seems that his equipment is uh, not what I exactly would call precision. Yeah, I mean, if we're wanting to repair, like, a, uh, like, something for disguise, maybe we should go to Squato at the sex shop. I bet that there's, like, a fetish market for that. Fuck it, right. <laughs> also, I still, we still haven't met Squato. What about, have you investigated Squato? What do you think, uh, of Squato? Well, there's definitely more going on in that place than he is, uh, showing up front. But, um, unfortunately, I didn't exactly have the opportunity to, to investigate. Can I roll something to, like, help my decision? Um, well... You, since this equipment was developed by uh, one of your contacts, um, this would not necessarily be a mechanics check. Uh, so it could be potentially one of your cunning skills, maybe, uh, maybe deception or skullduggery for this specific type of equipment. Uh, if you wanted to use mechanics, you could. All right. What kind? What kind of role would I be using for mechanics? Uh, I could use a destiny point here. Uh, so that would be not an easy type of equipment to make. Uh, there's a reason that it hasn't uh, seen widespread use. So that is going to be a red and two purples. But since you are familiar with it, you can add a blue. I got a success, but two threats. Ooh. So uh, what you can tell is that, yeah, like between the two of them, a uh, half does have a lot of equipment that's designed for building mechanical things. Uh, the sex shop, because you haven't really dealt with them before, uh, based on what Cypher 8 is telling you, it's a front for something, but you don't know what. So they might have something that's more appropriate, but you've never really uh, investigated them in depth. So There's no may, way to really find out. Yeah, it may be a, uh, just a sex shop that is doing some light trafficking or something. <laughs> some light trafficking. Well, in the words of Austin Powers, I like to live dangerously. Let's go to the sex shop. Hell yeah, let's go meet Squatto. Of course, when he said that, he had a, a, an obvious loot of winning hand, which he then just lost, so... <laughs> Awesome powers, baby. Let's go. So uh, you can head next door to the Daring Toys sex shop. And as you enter, uh, you are greeted with some soft erotic jizz uh, that <laughs> is accompanied by some soft erotic jizz music. Speakers. <laughs> the lights are quite gym, and you can see that there is, like, a toy Darian floating around. Um, he does seem to have, like, this sort of, like, curly wig on his head, uh, or maybe that's real hair. Like, it looks like a rug. Uh, he's just floating around in his little diaper uh, helping these two customers that don't look like they belong in a sex shop. They're wearing all black leather outfits, <laughs> uh, but they don't look like gimps. They look like uh, mercenaries. Okay. Not to be confused. <laughs> and they're kind of like whispering and they look back at you guys as the door opens, as if you caught them in a conversation that they shouldn't necessarily be having. Especially not at a sex shop. Uh, I need some help. 
Ding, ding. Were, were you gonna let us know what was going on so we could all come to the sex shop with you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know you guys were listening through the doors. <laughs> what? I'm not no, that stupid. <laughs> Or he, or he didn't tell us what was going on. He's just like, guys, let's go to the sex shop. <laughs> not not, not like, even that, not there. even that. But like, as soon as soon as I left the room, like I had a I had a suspicion. But you, like one of you, was just immediately is just like, so who's Cipher Eight? <laughs> <laughs> Why do you know that shit? Damn it! Fuck! I wasn't supposed to say that, was I? <laughs> Uh, we need somebody who uh, is very good at uh, helping repair machines that make uh, realistic fleshy bits. Uh, excuse me, uh, can you come back later? I'm kind of in the middle of something. What kind of thing are you in the middle of? I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure. I'm in the, the middle amount... of a private conversation with these uh, lovely peoples here. But we're customers. Do you know how long you're going to be? One of the uh, the mercenaries says. Don't worry, we were just leaving. And they kind of, like, shove past you as they exit. Fucking rude. Okie dokie, now I can help yous. We're looking uh, to repair a machine that can make some realistic fleshy bits, and we're willing to pay you for it. Oh, you're looking for realistic fleshy bits, and he, like, winks at you? <laughs> as, you as you could see, I am a person without skin. And we figured, what better place to go for uh, even temporary replacement skin than uh, a sex shop where they have all these wonderful products of fle uh, fleshy bits here. We were wondering if you knew anything about, uh, and I take, out the, I take out the pieces, fixing something like this. He looks them over, and he looks at you, and he says, These pieces, not so common around these parts. Why do you ask? Who? Give you this. Because I see something in you that I've seen before. Something that could be very helpful f uh, for me right now and in the future uh, if you want to stay in business. Uh, is this a coercion? Yeah, it's coercion. Okay. So I'm going to use a, a destiny point. You don't know what kind of hidden things this person might have. Uh, so that is going to be a red and a purple. How many destiny points do we have? You have two at the moment. Um, I'm going to flip one because I want to wanna get the best thing here. Ooh, success and a triumph. Ooh. Yay. And he kind of looks you up and down. He looks at these parts and he says, Not often that we get somebody who is kind of of a likes mind to me here. Uh, why don't you come back with me? Dr. Love will show you what he's been cooking up tonight. Dr. Love. The Dr. Love. Show me the good stuff, Dr. Love. So he leads you back and there's this like door that's down at the end of this hallway with these buzzing flickering lights and you can see like and hear coming from these other small rooms just like pornography of every description of every species just a menagerie of sounds uh coming out of these rooms and you can see uh silhouetted in the smoky darkness uh figures hunched over in front of these these hologram projectors and these screens and he leads you to this door at the end of the hallway that looks like dirtier and uh, a lot more solidly built than, than the other ones. And he like sticks like a key card in, he sticks a code cylinder into another slot, there's a bio scanner, he sticks his hand up, he fucking puts his eyeball up to the scanner. Uh, seems like there's a lot of security on this thing. And you may notice that after everything is clear, uh, a turret mounted in the ceiling recedes back up into the ceiling. And he leads you into this dark 
room uh, where there are these, they resemble Bacta tanks with um, body parts, I guess, in them. Um, it seems that he's growing torsos. Uh, Holy fuck! Um, what? Holy fuck! I mean, if there's no, uh, like, head attached, then the ethical implications are, like, a little bit better. <laughs> I guess! I've collected like, uh, DNA from uh, some of the most famous people in the galaxy. You can have your pick here of the flesh you would like to experience. Ooh. Wait, so this is, like, clone bodies of real people? Uh, just the parts you need for pleasure. Uh, <laughs> instead of using these parts for pleasure, um, can I use these parts for... Now, this is gonna sound... You know what? This is gonna sound weird, but I feel like you've heard weirder. I need parts to wear on my body. <laughs> you can wear these on your body. His, his fleshy bits are broken. You want a new skin suit? Oh, Want me to God. grow you some new skin, my little ugly friend? I don't need just one type of skin suit. Uh, well, I'll, I'll need only one type of skin suit for now, but uh, for the future, I'm probably going to need many types of skin suits. God, think of the smell, you bitch. Think of the smell. <laughs> you haven't thought of the smell, you bitch. <laughs> I need four skin suits. Four skin suits? How long do they last? If you can keep a nutrient line fed into them, they will last as long as uh, you can continue to feed uh, the proper, I guess, they can't really eat, as you can see, but uh, you can keep them alive if you choose. But most people, they do, you know, get sick of them after a couple of weeks, so they don't usually end up needing to use them for that long. Uh, if you're looking for a replacement graft to clear up whatever the fuck happened to you, that's a... Uh, <laughs> Well, that's more of a medical thing. That's not quite my deal. But if you're just looking for a temporary solution, then uh, I could probably mix you up something that could last for uh, up to six hours, probably, before it starts to dry out and to stink. All I would need is the uh, appropriate DNA from which to make the skin. So it okay. has to be, like, someone's specific skin? Do you have, like, any skin left on you, Al? Wait, no, because you wanted it to look like that girl, I, I need to right? look like the girl, oh, yeah. Oh, Hmm. You have to get some of her skin? I just need a DNA sample, hair or fingernails, fluids. Fluids? What kind of fluids? Uh, something that has her genetics, so uh, it blood have, is it the It doesn't best. have to be, like, you know, blood. her shit or something. Um, <laughs> Excuse me? Cypher 8, do you, do you know if there's any place that we can get uh, DNA real quick? Well, the wedding is being held here on Terrace in uh, a brothel in one of the red light districts. Suppose we could, uh... Classy. Know. Wait, the weddings be held at a brothel? Yes, the pirates are a rambunctious bunch. Okay. This is the horniest episode. We've had some horny episodes. We've had a lot of horny yeah, episodes of Empire Wreckers. That being said, I assume that the Shogun's daughter will be accompanied by a retinue of her handmaidens as well. Ah. So what if, I mean, probably not me, but like what if Meyer like dressed up as one of the handmaidens and when, then was like... To prepare you for a wedding, I just got to take like a swab of the inside of your cheek. Don't worry about it. <laughs> this is important wedding preparation. Can't I just like cut her hair? Uh... Hey, pretend to be a handmaid and it's just like, I'm going to style you. Although like, how long does it take to actually clone some skin? Just the skin? And did you want I mean, yeah, no, just, just, just the skin so that I can wear. How long kill, until I can get a skin suit to wear? Well, if it's... Just the skin. You see, back in the old days, before the uh, 
current procedures, we did used to uh, make replicas that were not actually made of the flesh itself of the donor. It was a kind of uh, a polymer substitute. Uh, and that we could just uh, use a mobile 3D printer. I could, I suppose, dust off one of those if you would uh, like to wear it and pretend to be this girl and fuck your friends. No, no need to fuck my friend. Uh, no need. I just need to... Actually, we were we were trying to repair a 3D printer in the first place, but if you happen to have, like, a spare one, uh, how, how long does a 3D printer... Uh, how long does 3D printer skin last? Well, again, it's this uh, polymer. It depends what you're going to do with it. Uh, if it's uh, going to be attached and bonding to your skin, then it's going to get a lot of nisty oils into it, and that may take a little bit uh, of wear and tear. But if you're just, you know, wearing it out on the town, it should last you for an evening. That might be all we need. If it's if it's just, like, 3D printed, do we still need her DNA, or do we just need to, like, scan her face? Well, yes, we need to know what to print. It's the same process. It's just that one is more lifelike. Okay, so Meyer, you gotta go and get some of her hair. <laughs> Squato does, like, hover over and pull out this uh, briefcase-sized thing, and he dusts it off, uh, and he says, if you want one of my old machines, I can sell it to you for hmm, 300 credits. I'll take that for 300 credits, actually. That sounds great. You're not gonna try to haggle him down? Um, oh yeah, I guess I can. I Sticker price. <laughs> um, <laughs> sounds good. Uh, how about this? 200 and one small favor. Uh, so that'll be a negotiation. Okay. Uh, that'll be a negotiation against uh, two red and a purple. Negotiation. Two red and a purple. Jesus. Yeah, if you want to uh, add a blue onto that, you can. You got that triumph earlier. So this guy does quite like you. He has taken a shine to you. He's shown you the depths of his operation uh, pretty freely. Okay. Fuck, my negotiation is not great. Why did you tell me to negotiate? Two red, purple, blue. Uh, how many destiny points do we got? Uh, you have one at the moment. I'm going to flip it. Fuck. Uh, a success, a threat, and a triumph. Ooh, a triumph, though. Yeah. And he says, all right, uh, 200 it is, and we become uh, associates. We become associated with each other, I guess is the uh, phrasingology. Uh-oh, okay. now you're associated with this guy. If you've heard what the Mandalorians have been doing in the adjacent neighborhoods, it's always good to have a friend around that you can count on. Okay, that sounds good. In that case, uh, here are 200 credits, and we will take this 3D printer. My girl here will get a piece of DNA so that we can get started with this, and uh, we're going to stop ourselves from getting some dangerous meteor plans. There's got to be a better name for that. Cypher 7, you don't have to tell him the entire operation. <laughs> <laughs> He's a little rusty. It's been a while. <laughs> Just so you know, the reason why we need this. <laughs> if we're going to be associates, I figure you should be in on it. This is Cypher 8. He's helping me come on the run. <laughs> See, my name is actually not Almond. It's Almond. Ah, these are my friends, Rombius, a dangerous vampire <laughs> responsible for many of the murders in the area. Oh, so that's what's happening. <laughs> Say hello, Rombius. Oh, you know, I was curious about all them murders. <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> anyway, so how do we how do we get to this brothel? I mean, you can drive there. Shall we drive to the brothel? Should we all put on our brothel-y best so we blend in? Mm. 
I'm already I'm already wearing booty shorts. I'm fine. Your brothel best? Yeah, my brothel best. Got my flashy performer's attire. Like the it's like what you wear before Sunday best. I always look like a creepy vampire, so it yeah. fits into most situations. <laughs> what you wear before your Sunday best? <laughs> yeah, you wear your brothel best, then the next Sunday you're like, uh oh, I got some apologizing to do. <laughs> got uh, a sin to apologize. <laughs> I wonder what I should wear. Or if I should wear anything. And you got your fancy boy suit. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll just go in my suit and my uh, my fucking uh, regular old tattered self. Yeah, we're always wearing our best. This is as good as it gets for any of us. All right, let's roll. Cypher 8 can tell you specifically which brothel this wedding is being held at. And you guys can travel there uh, to one of Terrace's nearby red light districts. And this brothel is uh, pretty, it's not so much like a brothel as it is like a compound where like it almost feel, it has like kind of, not necessarily like an amusement park vibe, but like there's a lot of like smaller buildings mixed in. There's like this large open courtyard where there's this, you can see either a party or maybe that's just what happens here like a, a, an outdoor sort of club area. And there are several buildings uh, where uh, people can retire to in privacy. Yeah, you, you said there was like a party. Does that look like uh, the pirates in question? Uh, well, if you're just kind of driving in, it's hard to see, but you can see this like big group of people kind of clustered in the middle of this compound that are that are dancing and there's a lot of like flashing lights and you can see some DJ booths and things and some bars down that are kind of in the middle of this sort of square of the brothel's buildings. What's security like here? So just looking from the speeder, you can see that the security doesn't seem to be too much. Like there are a lot of large bouncers. Uh, it doesn't seem to have like turrets or anything though. Though you can see once you actually get closer, uh, a number of uniformed individuals that are kind of accompanying the bouncers that don't appear to be dressed in the Theresian style. They're wearing uh, what looks like repurposed Republic military armor. Ah, fucking cops. Well, it's likely if the Shogun of Denova is Republic mil- is ex-Republic military, That's it's probably true. his men. Yeah. Try sneaking? Mm-hmm. How, how sneaky is this party? Hey, we work at a bar, right? What, like, you know, I, I'm assuming that people who work at a bar, no matter which bar, look like... Uh, the same people. What if we? What if? What if we go in and say, "Hey, we work here at this brothel." I mean, that's a wedding celebration, right? Like, all you really got to do is just walk in with confidence and look like you belong. Arr, and like, since these are pirates, we just walk in, and be like, "Ah, matey," and then yeah. we're we're in. We all look scummy enough to be pirates. I don't know, do we want to land and kind of get a closer look at uh, what the security is like around this party zone? Let's see. Let's see if we can. Let's see if we can just get in just like this. Just get in like, on confidence alone. And even just sort of be like, we're here for the brothel. They're like, okay, what are you here for? Sex, please. <laughs> we're we're here. For, we're here for the bitches. Password is orgy. <laughs> Anyways, let's see if we can just go in with a with a bit of confidence. Pull out your best swagger. <laughs> you can swagger in. Uh, 
towards the main entrance of uh, this large brothel compound, and there is like a a big gate with some armed guards, some of the uh, Republic armor dressed guards, and there is sort of the uh, the local bouncer as well approaches you and he says, "Sorry, can't enter tonight without an invitation." Oh, but we're here for the sex. Yes, but there's a private function going on tonight, so unless you have an invitation, I can't exactly let you in. I need an invitation. Well, I guess I do need an invitation for sex. Um, I'm, just, I'm, lear- <laughs> I'm learning. I'm getting better. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, uh, is there somebody that we could speak to to get an invitation? Well, get an invitation, you need to be invited. Usually, uh, mm. invitations for these kinds of events are sent out well in advance. Okay. All right, do, well... Do even... Do even I need an invitation, handsome? Yes, it's a private function. Can't get in without an invitation. But what if, what if we're part of the presence for the bride and the groom? We're actually we uh, we're here not only for the sex, but we're here to work. We're here to provide the sex. Provide provide not only no. the se- not only the. <laughs> Everybody shut the fuck up. <laughs> we know some of your clientele have burn victim fetishes. We, we Not only do we want the sex, but I am a cook. I, I, I do like to cook. And uh, this person here has organized his own set of orgies. And we were invited here, I guess not by the uh, main uh, by the main people, but definitely by a third party. We were told <laughs> to come around here to like uh, to come and uh, uh, help make this orgy work. I'm part of the glam squad, and I need to get in there so I can do some hair, head hair, and other. And I can cook. Excuse me. <gasps> this would be a deception. <laughs> All of us. Uh, probably, probably <laughs> Al as the ringleader. Is there any way I can assist with my entrancing gaze? <laughs> Does that help with deception or just charm? No, it's deception too. Or I think I have a blue on it somehow. I can take blacks off of deception. I helped a bit. Well, Al, Al did most of the, uh, he told the lie that they are there as part of a third party to help with the sex, so. If Rombius's help um, gets Al a success, then it's like, hmm, you do look like one of those entrancing gays I've heard so much about. <laughs> All right, what kind, what kind of uh, deception role am I rolling? So uh, this guy's the bouncer. So this is going to be deception against his discipline. Uh, so that's going to be, going to give you a destiny point, a red and two purple. One success, three advantage. Ooh. And he says... Well, I'd heard that we were bringing in uh, some extra flesh for tonight. We've got kind of a big event here. Uh, actually, you know what? Um, why don't you go up and uh, see the owner, and she'll get you sorted. Can do. Let's uh, uh, let's go ahead and uh, go to the owner. So he opens uh, up this door for you that doesn't lead into the main compound where the party is heading, but it leads into this sort of side corridor that seems uh, more like behind the scenes-y, like, uh, like the hallways underneath the rides at Disneyland kind of kind of vibe. That's fun. Are we going to see some decommissioned animatronics down here? Some decommissioned prostitutes? Yeah. <laughs> Animatronic prostitutes? I mean, you might. Cool. <laughs> but you can uh, head down this kind of fairly sterile and boring hallway uh, until you reach the office of the club owner. And it is this, like, 
very frustrated looking human woman. She looks like she's in like her 50s or 60s. She's wearing this like power suit with these giant shoulder pads and she's got like this uh, like a cyber monocle that she's using to scan Ooh. stuff and she seems pretty frustrated. Uh, she does have a, uh, a, a Joel Schumacher style protocol droid helping her. <laughs> and she looks up as you enter and she says what, what, who are you? Uh, we're here uh, We're here to uh, help alleviate any weights uh, that you may have on your shoulders, both literally and metaphorically. We're the new talent. Uh, she, fine, she's, fine, fine. She's a glam um, girl. I'm, uh, I help with the cooking. And, uh, yeah. Look, we got we got a lot going on tonight. Uh, were you briefed on the situation? Uh, we were just t- told to come right away. And when you said come, and when we were told to come right away, um, we didn't think it was exactly this, but it was good enough. Uh, okay. That was a cum joke. <laughs> what? Okay, brief, 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 brief us. What do we? What do we need to do? All right. So uh, here's the deal. Some big shot from Denova's having his wedding here. Uh, the party's getting a little bit out of hand. It's a lot bigger than we expected. Uh, the groom's side uh, has a lot of pretty rambunctious people. Their guests are. Uh, we're we're handling it. It's fine. Uh, you don't need to worry about your safety. We the uh, the bride's father brought his own little militia with him. Uh, it, you don't need to worry about that. But the problem is, we don't exactly have enough staff to keep everybody occupied. When you say occupied, <laughs> do you mean like occupied oh or God. like actually working <laughs> occupied? We had to shuffle some people around, so we are uh, low. Uh, what, where did you guys say you are? Uh, you said you were a cook? I can cook. Uh, she can do makeup. And these two uh, are very good at organization. Okay, yeah. so we we have had to sort of uh, shuffle some people from looking after the bride, which isn't the greatest thing. She has her own handmaidens, uh, she, so she should be covered. But if you guys just want to go up to her room and just make sure that everything's okay, if she needs anything, you guys can handle it. And uh, if you guys fuck up, uh, you're uh, ringers. So uh, actually I'm going to need you to sign these to uh, just to confirm that anything that happens, that we're not liable here. Oh, yes, of course. And it takes all my might not to sign Almond. So I just put <laughs> Roll me John a de- discipline to not sign Almond. <laughs> Cashew. <laughs> Cashew. Uh, no, that's my next character. Um, <laughs> let's see here. Failure, but three advantage. Uh, you can sign your name as Almond Jack. <laughs> you realize after you wrote it in that you should probably add some more to it. Oh, shit. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Kala do, we all, do we all have to sign? Can I just draw a butterfly instead of a signature? Look, I don't care what your <laughs> signature is. It just needs to hold up in a court of law. Butterfly. I write a... I just, like, do a scribble. Yeah. I draw a bat. Also, I guess uh, d- hair doesn't have the DNA. It's got to have the root attached, so I'm just going to walk up to yeah. her and grab one. Just, just like... <laughs> okay. All right, so you go ahead and get that hair. Um, I guess we kind of signed up to work, and then as soon as soon as he's done that suit, get that suit to me. Uh, you make her say all these words, and then you knock her knock her out, and then I'll wear this throat thing so that I can sound like her. Wait, um, Meyer's the one with the throat thing. 
Oh god. Lol. Um. Hmm. Uh, wait, wait, um, uh, Cypher 8, do we have one of those, do, uh, do we happen to have one of those throat things, or do I have to, like, do my impressive, uh, impersonations? Well, I think we'll have to rely on our, uh, skills as intelligence agents, Cypher 7. Unfortunately, because I'm kind of going outside of the chain of command on this, I wasn't able to actually requisition any of the standard equipment. All right, so you don't have to make her say those words, but we'll have to get those uh, later if we're going to be doing something like this again. Okay, so I, I'm going to go ahead and cook the fucking most awesome wedding meal, wedding orgy meal on the face of the earth, and I need you guys to get get her DNA, get me that suit, get her out of the way, uh, so that I can be wedded to this wo- wonderful groom and uh, find those plans so that uh, we can steal them and then possibly destroy them. What are we doing with plans? Then you give them to me, and I make sure that they uh, end up in the right hands, which is to say nobody's, because yes, we will be destroying them. I don't see anything wrong with that suspicious request. Let's do it, you guys. Uh, okay, what what should I do? Because if Meyer's like doing the hair and you're cooking, and then like Aromius and I just like hanging out. I mean, I don't know. Well, somebody like needs you... to take the real bride out of commission. Yes. Oh yeah, I could beat uh... the hell out of her. Yeah, no, no, no. yeah, no, no. Like she, she like um. Wait. Uh, she... So you're saying that I need to sneakily get the DNA, but then we're also taking her out? Why can't we just take like a blood sample once once she's out instead of me sneakily getting her hair? Hey, we could do that. Well, we could do, do whatever you need to do to get the DNA. That's not the point. Just get the DNA. I pull out my sword. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to take her out like that. That feels. You take off her that, finger that feel, or something. It's full of blood. That feels like. Oh, if and we then we can use it as like more. blackmail, like a like we send it to somebody a ransom, and then we can get some <laughs> stop, money. Stop! Stop! Everybody, fucking stop! And it doesn't even have to be your dad. It could just be, like, some guy. It's like, oh, his daughter's missing. I'm like, let's just send him a finger. Everybody stop. If it makes you feel better, we could do a toe instead. We let's not cut off any part of her we body. Let's not, let's not cut off any part their, of her body. Who needs two ears? I mean, you can still hear when you cut it off. Is it a human? Yeah, she's a human. We're, we're not cutting off any part of her body, okay? Like, I don't care if you have to be, get a thing of uh, spit or if she has to go to the bathroom or you have to just get a needle. We're not permanently injuring her in, in any way because I feel as though that might start a war that probably won't end well for our business. So let's not do that. I mean, that's only if they know that we're the ones who did it. We haven't been very good at being subtle these days, so let's not do that. You, Mir, are just going to get her DNA. You're going to get back to the set. Who's Mir? Who's Mir? Who's Mir? Who are you talking to, Al? <laughs> are you okay? Do you need us? Do you need us to call someone for you? Why are you so against the murder? <laughs> <laughs> you're so against murder, but you're so for calling your friend by an incorrect name. It's okay. That's what I should have signed the thing with. That's my code name for this one is Mir. Mir. What's your What's your name? I have you down as Mir here. Meyer. Meyer. Fuck. <laughs> it, I, I do have it spelt right. It's just my er. How did you spell it? Uh, M-I-E-R. M-I-R-E. M-I-R-E. Or you can pronounce it in the Japanese way. Mire. Mire. You want us to start pronouncing it in that way? I, I saw that and I'm uh, and I'm thinking near Adam Automata. And, uh, that's what is how this? One of my out. birthday cards growing up? <laughs> Nobody can so, spell my fucking name. Meyer. <laughs> you got your big anime katana, and now you're like, Meyer's not my name. It's Mire. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, so, Meyer, you get the DNA, get it to the sex shop. Rompius and Vanry, I need you to, like, knock her out, not kill her, and not permanently maim her, and just sort of, like, hide her away. I'm gonna, like, uh, keep up appearances and do the cooking. Uh, Meyer, uh, Mure, whatever, <laughs> um, is, co- is gonna come back with my costume. Uh, I'm gonna get married, and we're gonna steal the plans, and, uh... Did Bob's you just refer to a skin suit as a costume? Yeah, it's a fun little party costume. I mean, okay, disguise. It's okay. I got my job. Knock her, take her out, hide the body. I'm with you now. I don't like that phrasing, but I think you understand what I mean. Okay. Yeah, I understand what you mean. I'll take her out and I'll hide the body. All right, girl squad, let's go. Let's go get the girls. We got it. Wait, how many handmaidens does she have? You don't know. I'm going to ignore okay. the winking that you're doing to me, but uh, okay, I'm going to go to the kitchen and we're we're going to pretend that we work here and we're going to do such a good job. Wait, you're actually going to go to the kitchen while they go and do all the work? <laughs> well, he has to do the work later. I mean, I have to do the work later, yeah. He's taking it easy right now. And I mean, like, if he doesn't get out of that costume fast enough after Ooh. getting married, then he's going to have to do some work later. <laughs> could could you use your uh, cooking skills to make a special treat that will knock her out? Yes. Or that knocks out the end, everyone at the wedding. And then we hey. can just scoop up the plans and actually, go on our merry way. Just, like, actually, make, up I a, could. make up a batch of, like, knockout cookies. We'll go take them up to the squad. All the right, girl squad. Up. I'm gonna go. Knock I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Cookies. That's actually not a bad idea. I'm gonna go cook some knockout cookies. Some forget me naomies. Um, <laughs> um, I'm gonna make some uh, forget me cookies, and uh, uh, I will hand them to I will hand them to you guys, and uh, we will go ahead and uh, commence our plan that way. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And break. Okay, so you can break off Al and head towards uh, the kitchen. So to make these cookies, once you get to the kitchen, you can find it is kind of uh, a hurried place. Uh, There are chefs and cooks of various species preparing various types of food. Uh, You can throw an apron on and you don't really stick out that much. A lot of them are pretty hideous looking already. There's a reason why they're working in the back. And if you want to make these cookies or whatever it is you're making, um, so this would probably be uh, maybe a knowledge of some kind, maybe a knowledge education, if you were educated in spy things, potentially a medicine, um, if this is creating an anesthetic. Uh, it could be maybe a skullduggery, if you um, are trying to make something, trying to like slip something into something that somebody else is making. I could do skullduggery. So, uh... You'll probably have to spend a... You, you have one destiny point. If you want to use that to have a, a little bit of sleeping agent on you, you can. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, so, uh, to slip this in, um, it is going to be pretty hard. There are a lot of people uh, who are paying attention to the food. So it is going to be... I'm going to use a destiny point here. Uh, a red and two purple skullduggery. Interesting. Okay, so I got three success, but five threat. Ooh. So you can slip it in, but when you do, there's uh, this this big, heavy set Ongade cook. He's got like this weird kind of like uh, non-symmetrical, almost droopy face, but he is like jacked. He's at least a, a head or two taller than you. And he says, hey, what are you doing? This is my dish. Get, get out there. Here, take this tray. Get out. Start serving. 
No, but I'm uh, I'm one of the cooks. I'm one of the backup cooks. No, do it cook, or your uh, ass is out of here. You know what? If I'm going to be treated this way, and I take the cookie uh, cookies that I've made with the... Uh, so if, if I'm going to be treated this way, then God, damn, then God damn it, I don't think I could be a part of your kitchen anymore. And I start walking out with the and cookies. And he puts his like, giant hand on your chest and he says, No, your ass is out of here. I didn't say the rest of you would be going with it. Whoa! Um, well, well <laughs> good luck with that. Man. Well, good luck with that, man, because I don't have an ass. All right, so he's going to brawl you to try and grapple you. Okay. He's going to rip your ass off? He's going to try and rip your ass off. Can I have that as a t-shirt, by the way? Good luck with that, because I don't have an ass. It's just a, pic- <laughs> it's just a picture of uh, uh, Almond. Thank you. So he got three success and two threat on his brawl, so he is able to grab you, but like it's causing enough of a clatter that everybody else in the kitchen is starting to look. Hey! Somebody help! He, uh, he's assaulting one of his employees! Is this the kind of treatment that we need at a place like this? This would be a leadership? Are you trying to, <laughs> are you tr- trying to start a cook rebellion? Yes! Alright, so this would be a, uh, a leadership. They're all pretty frazzled and harried, uh, so I could use a destiny point. That'll be a, a red and a purple. A success and an advantage. Nice. And you hear somebody shout, Oh, come on, Qbert! This is the third time. This is, come on, he's a newbie. Look at him. Let him go. And Cooper's like, no, I'm the boss in this kitchen. I'm the guy you got to listen to. And the other cooks, they start saying, you know what? I don't think so. I'm out. And one by one, they all start, like, taking their aprons off and throwing them on the ground, uh, leaving this guy alone. And you're able to kind of slip out with the rest of uh, the cooks who are quitting in the middle of this very busy night. Ooh. Revenge. Excellent. <laughs> Started a revolt. Come work at the Empire Wreckers. <laughs> <laughs> we can't afford For, all these cooks. Well, one of you come to the Empire Wreckers. Um, and then, uh, am I able, uh, at, like, am I able to kind of, like, sneak out in all of this, uh... uh yeah, with, with this mass exodus of cooks, you're able to kind of blend in. All right, and I hand the, the cookies over like a football, and let's go. Well, that, this probably would have been going on while uh, they were going into the room, so you'll have to spend some time getting back to them. Mm. So while you are uh, dealing with the cookies and dealing with the kitchen, the rest of you uh, can get to the Shogun's Daughter's Suite in the brothel. Cool. Is there any security outside of it, or are we just allowed right in? Yeah, there, there are a couple of guards outside the door. Hey, the uh, owner of the brothel told us to come up here to help the um, the bride. Yeah, we need to check in. They kind of look you up and down, and you don't really look like you belong here. Let me call it in. And he gets on his comm, and he says, uh, Hey, got some um, people here. They said they were... Oh, oh, they are. Oh, they're ringers. Okay. Uh, yeah, all right. Come in. Uh, make it quick, though. Like a bell ringers? <laughs> what does that mean, being a ringer? Like... Usually means uh, like a pro brought into a uh, unfair competition. God, are we supposed to like stop her from running away? Is that what it We're is in pros. this situation? We are pros. Okay, well let's uh, uh, enter the room, I guess, and assess the situation. Yeah, let's go see what's going on in there. So this is a uh, top floor penthouse style suite. It's very lavish. It has its own uh, like almost like a bathing pool uh, where you can see that the uh, Shogun's daughter is being cleaned up by her four handmaidens. 
damn four. I mean, they're probably not that tough if we have to take them all out. <laughs> how beefy are they? Yeah, how tough do they look? I do like how Vanry's first thought is, can I kick everyone's ass in this room? <laughs> Has Vanry's thought all the time. What are my chances if I had to fight everyone? Uh, so, like, the handmaidens are wearing these, like, dresses that because they're in the pool, they are kind of clinging quite tightly to their bodies. Uh, you can't really see like how much muscle they have. They don't look like hulking, but you can see uh, like the outlines of weapons, like knives and things strapped to their thighs under their dresses. I have to take them out as we needed to. Not that we need to, but like if we did. I suddenly have an idea for a music video. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. That's pretty funny. <laughs> Fire's looking at this harrowing situation and you're like, you know what would look great for one of my songs that no one listens to? The aesthetics oh. of this scene are immaculate. Great aesthetics, guys. Love the concealed weaponry. <laughs> uh, hey, girls. Uh, we were just sent in to check on you. Is everything going great in here? Is there anything you need? And the bride, she looks up at you and she says, oh, yeah, you're come here to style me, huh? Oh, fuck. Oh, oh. oh no. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. What is this? We're the stylists. Yes. Well, it's okay. You can come over here. Come into water. It's very warm. Is it full of piss? Oh, your accent's so great. Where's it from? It's from Denova. I'm Denovan. Denovan. Denovan? Denovan D's nuts over here. (laughs) I'm from Eastern Denova. Where are you from? Lots of different places. Anyways. We're locals now. <laughs> I mean, technically, she is too. Uh, you guys um, almost done your bath here, and then we can get you all dried up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's okay. I can go. And they kind of help her out of uh, the bathing pool. And uh, her her white bride's dress is not leaving a lot to the imagination. Oh my! She was wearing it in the wa- in the in the pool. I mean, it's tradition. Were, were, were you gonna get married like that with the dress all wet? Yeah, it's too hot out there now. I need to wear something wet that can keep me cool during the banquet. Okay, character note for later. Very smart. <laughs> Wait, does this mean I'm going to have to do this fucking voice? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no. <laughs> Jesus, shit. Oh, can you get God. fucking canceled for doing a Dutch accent or whatever the hell <laughs> this okay. is? It's okay. They're white. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You had to do your Denovan chef voice. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, what do you want done for your styling? Do you know the tradition Denovan braid? Um. Can she roll for that? Can I roll does. for that? I have fucking yeah, you... Z knowledge. Yeah, that would be uh, probably a knowledge. Uh, maybe Xenology for cultural stuff, yeah. Um, that would probably be a uh, three purple. Ooh, what advantage. So, uh, I'm pretty good at braids, so if yeah, you, you just like, uh, just like tell me what it's supposed to look like, and I can probably figure it out. I'm really good at braids. Oh yeah, it just it needs to look like this. And she presses a button on this little uh, hologram projector on uh, a table nearby, and it shows this like elaborate multi-loop braided hairstyle. What would I have to roll to do that? <laughs> that would be a coordination roll. Hmm. Mm. What's your coordination? Mine's one yellow, one green. That to me or rhombius? 
You. For me. Is Rhombius uh, with us too? Yeah, yeah. Rhombius is with oh, us shit. too. My coronation yeah, is I'm a here. yellow, two green, and I can remove two blacks, which would probably be good since I don't have hair, so I imagine I would add a black <laughs> oh, or two God. to braiding. <laughs> I have uh, two greens. I don't think the creepy vampire is going to be the best of here. <laughs> Although I do have that sweet fucking updo from the beginning of Bram Stoker's Dracula sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> you got your giant butt crack hair. You got the fucking <laughs> Just... Carrie Fisher at the end of episode seven hair. <laughs> what did you say your coordination was, Meyer? Uh, one yellow, one green. I can try it. It sounds like I have the best coordination. If there's like a lot of braids, we could do two. We can double team it. Like yeah, one, if one of, of you has higher agility, and one of you has any ranks in coordination. I have one rank. I really hope this role is a failure, but several advantage. So you just sort of like put the <laughs> put the hair in like a bunch of loops, and you're like, good enough. Good enough. Like, because I, I have three agility and a rank in coordination, but maybe, like, if you added a blue, like, one of us does the braids, and then, like, while the other is braiding, the other one is, like, looping it. Yeah. I'm picking Does out a work? strand with the fucking root intact. No, I guess we can, yeah. we can get the... Well, we, we can do... A... We can grab one just in case, and then if yeah. we knock her out, then we'll do something else. Just so we still have it. Yeah. Just so okay, we have what would it. that... What would that be for coordination if I'm rolling it? And if Meyer's giving me a blue? Well, Meyer, she's good at braids. So she would get an extra blue if she's doing it. Because she got that advantage on her uh, <laughs> knowledge. Ooh. I'll give it a try. Okay, well, I'll, I'll assist you then. I'll give you the blue. Another blue? Okay. Okay. So uh, it is, this is a daunting hairstyle. <gasps> so this is going to be a four purple coordination. Oh, God. A daunting hairstyle. <laughs> I fucking how love many, that phrase. Oh, how many destiny points do we have? Uh, at the moment, you have two. Mind if I use one to get, like, another green? Go ahead. Go for it, dude. I'll add another green on. Or should I reduce it? Um, you can downgrade, but you can't reduce oh, okay. it. okay. So there's no reds on there. So right. the only thing, a, a destiny point could let you upgrade a green to a yellow or add a green if you have two yellows. I'll just add a green. Boop. Oh, four success, one advantage. Nice. So nice. yeah, you can uh, put together this elaborate uh, hairstyle. And I want to pluck one of her hairs out. You can you can get away with that with the with the advantage. And as you're doing this, uh, the door does swish open, and uh, you can smell Al entering with his tray of cookies. It's the cookies you smell, not Al. Okay. <laughs> God. Well. How much of Al is in the cookies, though? We will never know. Uh. Oh, the traditional wedding cookies are here. It's bad luck not to taste them. <laughs> is that how Yeah. Works? You know about that tradition, right? Well, we don't have that one on DeNova, but if it's here, I'll, I'll try it, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's part of your uh, fiancé's wedding tradition, so you gotta. Oh, Threem does this. Okay, yeah, yeah, then I'll have a cookie. So she takes a cookie. Let's offer oh, them to the no. handmaidens, too. It's, it's good if everyone in the wedding party has them. The handmaidens also take the cookies. Now let's roll some resilience checks on them. <gasps> I really hope as they go Failure. down... The yeah. I really hope oh, yeah. as they go down, they're just like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Oopsies. So that is for the daughter, the bride. She begins to, like, get a little bit drowsy as you're working on her hair. Uh, now for her four handmaidens. The first one, 
success. The second one, failure with advantage. The third one, failure. And the last one, threat. Uh, so she like slumps over and slips into the pool. Oh no. Uh, but one of them, one of them is still able to kind of keep her wits about her. And she's looking around and she notices everybody falling asleep. Uh, and once she does, she pulls the knife out of the holster on her thigh and she says, intruders. Uh, uh, can I stop her? I'm head of security. You can stop her? How are you going to stop her? Can I brawl the knife out of her hand and just try to, like, choke her out? Yeah, that'll be a uh, two purple brawl. Sure. Well, I got two success, four advantage. Okay, uh, that is enough to, like, they're all kind of still in the pool, the handmaidens. Uh, do you want to just drown her? No. Oh. Well, okay. I'm not there. I Al, feel like this? if we get, we were sent up here. I mean, I know we didn't sign our names, but... I feel like having less heat on us is good. Yeah, I'll I just mean, knock one of them out. is tr- currently drowning in the pool. Can I oh. save her? Although I can crit her. Save a life. Or, or could I use like my four advantage so uh, she doesn't drown? Maybe I can use one of my feet to like hoist this person up out of the pool so it's easier for Meyer to drag her out. Um, yeah. So if you if you crit the one you're attacking, she would just get knocked out. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'll just crit her. Yeah. So you can you can just knock this one out, not drown her in the pool, uh, Meyer. If you want to leap in, it'll just be a one purple athletics. Uh, she only got a threat when she when she fell unconscious to keep this other one alive. Wash. I could go in and wash myself. Yeah, you can, <laughs> like you can grab her, but if you want to uh, stop her from drowning, someone will need to do CPR and get that water out of her lungs. Yeah, I can try and do a health to CPR. Okay. Uh, so Rombius, if you want to bring bring her uh, back, uh, that will be a medicine. Three purple medicine. Okay. And then you get and then you get her number so that you could suck her blood later. You like try to do medicine to uh, do CPR and you're accidentally like, wait, why did I bite her neck? Why am I pulling her blood out? <laughs> Whoops. I mean, if you do want to take advantage of this and and uh, end her permanently, you could. Uh, if you have any sort of crushed crystal uh, on you, you could make some force powder. Mm. What do you guys <laughs> think? Should we let her live or? I'm not there. That's you between do you and your gods, you, you are there, Al. You gave them the cookies that knocked them out. Oh, um, <laughs> you've got to make this choice, Rombius. You go for it in, in, if you in wanna. That, in, that, in that case, I'm saying, I'm saying, no, no, no. We're gonna keep the heat off of us as much as, as much as we can. Like we we don't need to. We don't need a lot of de- uh, a death to happen here. We're just gonna hide these guys in the closet. And they'll find them later. Uh, later, uh, as we're like off and escaped with the plans. Well, then it's a good thing I got a success. Right, so you can. Uh, she kind of coughs <laughs> up this uh, this water from the pool, but because uh, she did still have the cookies, she is still unconscious from that. You're just able to pump the water out of her, so she is alive but still unconscious. Nice. Right. All right, let's get that DNA and uh, let's go to a sex shop. I think we have the printer with us, so I don't think we have to go to the sex shop, right? Let's, uh, okay. Yeah, you have, you have the printer, and Cypher 8 starts uh, setting it up. Okay, all right, let's do this. Okay, did you hear how she was talking? Do you need us to, like, imitate it so you can imitate her voice, Al? Uh, I, I, I heard. Let me, let me, let me just try here. <clears throat> One second, I gotta... <clears throat> No, that's not what she sounded like. Unique New York. Unique New York. God. Red leather, yellow leather. Ah, yeah, yeah. Red (laughs) leather. 
the Brooklyn Bronco goes berserk in the bus full of bussies. Um, okay. <laughs> bussies? Bussies, <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. My name is... What was her name again? Uh, you did not get her name. Oh, fuck. Oh. <laughs> fuck, Does she have her kidding? ID on her? Yeah, I guess we've only heard her referred to as the Shogun's daughter. C- Cypher, yeah, or what? the bride. Cypher 8, what is her name? My name is the bride. <laughs> but on on the um, signs that you've seen around, it is uh, a wedding between... Uh, it's the wedding of Freya and Thrym. Oh, which one is she, though? Freya? <laughs> well, she, I, I, I'm guessing she's Freya. I think that she was like, oh, this is this is Freya's wedding tradition. <laughs> Hello, I am the bride. How are you Hello, doing today? Hello, I am Freya. I am bride, yeah, I, yeah. I am, exci- I am excited to be here today, yeah, yeah, yeah. Deepest apologies <laughs> if we have any Scandinavian listeners. Do, do you have any crumpets for my, for my cozy? Excuse oh, me? Yeah, eh? <laughs> Is that a come on? Is that a flirt? Coming I don't on, know. Coming on what? Worse. <laughs> oh. Okay, is... so it's like she was wearing her white dress, but she wanted it to be all wet because she was too hot and she had all these braids. Like, do we need to do your braids or can you just, oh, like, God. scan those two? Are you going to scalp her? Because you've already done the braids <laughs> once. <laughs> don't scalp her. Don't scalp her. We don't, I, I, again, we do not need to scalp her. Um, okay, like the thing, the 3D printer can grow hair. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna assume that it can grow hair. And Not like grow hair, hair, but like hair. A, a hair-like substance. It's like yes, a wig. Yes, exactly. Okay, so it can be pre-braided. Will you wear wigs? Then <laughs> <laughs> will you wear wigs? I, lo- I love you, Dad. Thank you for bringing me to this or- this orgy where where my uh, wedding is completely political and not for anything that I really want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have the Fliegerhagen? Yeah, 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 ding dong. Yeah, yeah, ding dong, ding dong. So, so how long till your wedding? <laughs> Are we all just doing the voice now? <laughs> I don't know, it's very fun to do. I've rolled Cypher 8's computer roll to uh, get this printed, and they got two success and two advantages. Um, So it does seem like it's making good time. You're not going to be, it's not like going really slow or anything. You should have time to put on the suit without uh, having to worry about being interrupted by anybody. Right on. And we also have to, if we could find the plans uh, and like get a sense of where that is right now so that when... Uh, it comes time for the wedding. Well, I should probably be in character. When we should probably go find the plan so that when it comes time to uh, get married, we could then just take the plan, uh, take the plans, and uh, uh, get out of there as soon as we possibly can, and uh, uh, slip away from everybody's notice. Yeah, yeah. Well, right now the uh, plans should be with the pirates, and uh, the groom should just give them to you once the ceremony is complete. And that's not the only thing he'll give me, yeah, yeah. Well, that's up to you. <laughs> what do you want him to give you? I don't really want him to give me anything. Let's just take the plans and leave, yeah, yeah. Okay, like, how Okay, how are you going to get out there afterwards? Like, should we make a big thing like we're kidnapping Oh, I have afterwards? to go to the... Oh, I have to go to the bathroom, and then I just... That sounds stupid. Who would ever do that? Go to the bathroom? Uh, like, using that as an excuse to go somewhere? <laughs> that's That's very degrading. Who would ever say that they just had to piss to get out of any given situation? <laughs> I'm not sure what you mean, Maya. Is that how you get out of the wedding? Like, you're, you're like, does anyone, 
I uh, got a shift. Does anyone have any objections between this man and this woman getting married? I have to pee. I'll be right back. <laughs> well, from what I understand, I'll probably have to, like, do the thing where I say, like, I, uh, I do and what have you. And then he'll hand the thing to me. And then we'll, like, celebrate with a dance or something like that. And then I'll be like, oh. I had I had a few too many drinks, yeah. Oh, I had a few too many drinks. I must go to the little tinkle room, yeah. And, and then, then you climb I out through the, the window, li- and then we all just like ditch. Yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking. Okay, should we or, like I, hide actually these? do we do we know the plan? Do we know what's gonna happen? Like, um, or is it just gonna go straight to the or uh, orgy? Or I don't know. Here's the problem: Do we have um a, a an order an order of operations of how this wedding is gonna go? So Cypher 8 said that there would be a banquet immediately preceding the wedding ceremony itself, and at the conclusion of the ceremony, you would be presented with the plans by the groom. Motherfucker. Okay. Okay, so we so we gotta make it through the banquet. Like whatever, it's a banquet, just like have fun. Well Yeah, just but eat we also don't food. we also don't know how long this thing is this uh the skin is gonna last, but uh let's let's You're see. Turn what into we can a do pumpkin here. at midnight. Uh that's so we we need to See if we can move as quick as we can, but, um, all right. Uh, once the thing is done, then we're going to go ahead and I'm going to get married. Yeah. So how long till the ceremony? Like, should we, should we stash all these people? Or do you think it's okay? Yeah, no, we should probably stash these people. Well, if the bride's, uh, seen without her handmaidens, that may arouse suspicion. So I think we should probably disguise ourselves in the handmaidens' clothes. Um, would any of them fit me? Like, I know they're all girls, but like, I'm real, I'm real broad and I got all these tentacles. Well, the handmaidens' dresses, they're like, um, they're tighter. They're kind of similar to like the Naboo handmaidens' dresses where it's like just a full dress. So there's not a lot of exposed skin, uh, but they are a lot, some of it was from the water, but they are a lot clingier and tighter than the Naboo handmaidens' dresses. Whatever, I can just be like a really muscular handmaiden. Do I they, can fit. Do, they do have they do have veils as well. Okay, cool. So I'll just like shove the tentacles down the back of my dress and then put a veil on the top. Yeah. And then uh Rom Rombius and um Cypher, your guys are gonna be handmaidens too? Yes. Do we need to wet you down also? Cypher 8 is uh, already stripping one of the handmaidens to slip into her uniform and they pull something off of their belt and they kind of inject it into their veins and from the site of injection their blue chis skin begins to turn into the like human flesh tone of the handmaiden. Wait, should I do that too? Sure, if you have one. Oh, no. You don't have extras? No, why would I bring extras? She's like, I have extras, but not for you. Jesus. <laughs> fine, I guess. Does, just, does... just wear a long, just wear a long t-shirt. You're fine. And they, and they also start doing their their makeup to match the handmaidens as well. I'll just wear a veil. I don't think makeup's gonna really be doing me many favors in this situation. I'll admire myself in this very clingy dress. I put one on, but I don't look. I don't check myself out. I know I look good. <laughs> yes, I can't. <laughs> you gotta Put it pat on. yourself out first, Rombius. Yeah, I'll, I'll try and make it work. <laughs> you get some balloon, some little balloons under your dress, like that teacher in Oakville. <laughs> so it'll it'll probably be uh, just everyone give me a two purple deception to see how how well you look in these dresses. One success, three advantage. <sighs> One advantage. What do we have for destiny points? And one success, one advantage. You have uh, two destiny points. I'm going to flip one to get a yellow. I got one failure, one advantage. 
So everybody except for Meyer and Vanry uh, pretty much look the part. Uh, Rhombius, <laughs> you're gaunt enough to pass as uh, a statuesque Scandinavian model. Um, <laughs> Meyer, you're a, you're a little small. Like the, the robes aren't as form-fitting on you as they are on the others. Vanry, um, like it's really obvious that you're not even a human being. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, if you if you hang out near the back and stick your head down, you may be able to get away with it. Uh, what if I just want to flex out of this puny little dress? Yeah, you may. You may this is our. Uh, we have a Hulk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you two kinda don't fit in, but like as as long as Vanry's not drawing attention to herself, and as long as uh, you know Meyer just could be a shorter one. At least you're a human being. But Rhombius and Cypher 8 and Al uh, are all pretty good at looking the part. And there uh, is a ding-dong at the door. And you hear this voice coming over the comm from the door. And it says, My daughter, girl, it's your father. <laughs> Dear. Oh, oh, yeah. Hi. Oh, hi, father. Uh, are you ready for the big day? Uh, are you my little sweet dumpling? It's time for the banquet. Oh yeah, yeah! I can't wait for the banquet so that we can so that we can then get the plans, yeah. Yes, yes, but of course this is all about love. You and your thrim. My thrim, oh yeah, we're totally in love. I, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I should hope so. You haven't been able to shut up about him in the past six months. Oh yeah, I love him so. I love him so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thrim is gonna be. Uh, Thrim is gonna be the the best thing that has ever happened to me. I'm glad that we are finally over our Romeo and Juliet uh, standings. Space well, Romeo and Juliet. You come down to the banquet now with your handmaidens. We're about to begin. Oh yeah. Well, my handmaidens are just getting ready. We'll be down there in a minute. Yeah, just wait for us down there. All right, my little sweetie dumpling. Your father loves you. Your daughter loves you. Yeah. He seems satisfied. Is, uh, is this you may culturally have to... insensitive? <laughs> nah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Are you, guys, are you guys ready to go down and mingle with the people? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's go. So uh, disguised as the bride and her handmaidens, you can leave the suite and the guards uh, let you pass and you can head towards the banquet. The main square in the middle of the compound has been cleared of dancers and revelers and has been replaced with this long, enormous table. There are people that are kind of sitting there already. Um, there is, you are kind of ushered towards a spot kind of in the middle of, of the table. Uh, and there is sort of the bride's father on one side and the bride's mother on the other side. But the bride is kind of in between her handmaidens. So there will be two handmaidens on Almon's left and two on his right. Should we uh, try to split it so each side has one convincing handmaid and <laughs> one unconvincing one? Yeah. Which one am I? 
I think you're the convincing one. You're, yeah, you're you, convincing. and Cypher 8 are the convincing ones. Okay, all right. Yeah, for some so for some reason, the ones who have actual titties to fill out their <laughs> costumes are not convincing enough to pass muster. Well, one of you is a, a green squid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm a hot green squid. The other one has anorexia. Oh. Uh-huh. Mobius is yeah. just really pretty. <laughs> yeah, the other one is a young girl in the entertainment industry. Mm. Rombius is so pretty, isn't he? Mm-hmm. When he needs to be. When he needs to be. Always. He's got an entrancing gaze. He doesn't need titties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he just topped up last time, so he's uh, Ooh, not looking he's all, as uh, desiccated. He's all filled out. Yeah. He's got some rosy cheeks. <laughs> yeah. Four of them. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait to clap them. <laughs> Yeesh. Sorry, shouldn't be talking about clapping Robbius's cheeks. <laughs> Yikes. Let's walk down the aisle. So you can take your seats with your handmaidens next to you, and then one of the uh, Joel Schumacher protocol droids announces the arrival of the groom's party, and he strolls in with his mechanical swagger, and he says, Now announcing the arrival of the groom's party. Thrym and his Knights of Red. And these 13 black-clad mercenary warriors enter. Uh, you recognize two of them as the mercenaries who were in the sex shop earlier. Out of curiosity, because you said before that the Knights of Ren were um, Sith Academy dropouts, would I know anything about them? Um, you might. You can add a blue to your knowledge underworld. I feel like we're gonna. I feel like all of this is gonna go ro- wrong, and then we're just gonna take the plans and just flee, uh, flee before anything else happens. This is gonna probably end up in a bloodbath, and I'm very, very, very scared of this. Anyways, let's keep going. What would be the difficulty of that underworld check? Uh, probably three. Three purple plus a blue? Yeah. One advantage. Um, you've heard of them. You don't know that much about them, though. Like, basically, you've heard kind of what Cypher 8 said, that they're a a gang of Sith Academy dropouts that sometimes still do pirating work for the Sith. But other than that, uh, you haven't really heard too much about them. Do they look tough or do they look like I could beat them up if uh, push came to shove? Um, I mean, there's a 13 of them, so they would outnumber you. Uh, you can't really tell immediately what species they are because they're all wearing this black uh, armor and clothes and these black helmets, these war helmets. One of them, uh, the one who sits across the table from Al, does have a laser sword hanging from his belt. The others have a variety of dangerous looking weapons. Whatever, anyone can get a laser sword. Yeah, this is untrustworthy. The one with the laser sword, who you remember from the sex shop, sits down next to Al, and he takes his helmet off, and he's uh, quite a handsome human man under there. Uh, The helmet did not give him helmet hair. He may have some kind of advanced hair care products. (laughs) And he kind of nods and winks at you, Al, and he says, Milady? (laughs) My lord! And his knights... Fill out the other side of the table. They all take their helmets off to eat as well. They are uh, a gaggle of, like, he's obviously the most handsome of the group. Uh, the rest are a gaggle of scarred and vicious looking humanoids of various types. How excited are you today? Not excited as I'm going to be a little later on this evening. 
Oh, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very convincing. <laughs> 20 roll me a deception. I, I, I thought that was pretty, I thought that was pretty, pretty convincing. Yeah. I was, I was genuinely excited later tonight to not be Wait, around. did they wait for the wedding night, even though this is an orgy? <laughs> yeah, this is her, this is her gentleman love. Maybe, uh. Well, no, 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 no. Like, I'm pretty sure they've already had sex, but like, you know, he's. Well, tonight, no, maybe not. T- tonight we'll do more things. Supposedly, <laughs> tonight we do the butt stuff. <laughs> tonight we do the butt stuff. Saving butt stuff um, for marriage. <laughs> well, usually listen. with Catholics, it's the other way around. Oh. 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 <laughs> Sorry, what was the roll again? Uh, so this is going to be a uh, deception. Tonight we don't have to use a pump. <laughs> A pump jump or whatever it's called. <laughs> oh, the soaking. Uh, we don't do soaking. soaking tonight. That's Mormons. <laughs> so that is going to be uh, against two reds and a purple. You are wearing your disguise. He has no reason to think you aren't who you say you are, so you can add two blues to that. Blues. Two success and an advantage. Ooh. So uh, he is buying into your ruse. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I scope I scope around the place and see if I can find uh, um, any any semblance of where these uh, plans may be. Uh, give me a perception then. So you're kind of stuck at this table. So you do have kind of a limited field of view and you can only sort of see what's in the courtyard around you. Mm-hmm. So it will be a two purple, uh, but you'll have to add two blacks onto that just because you uh, aren't able to have a real good inspection of things. A success and advantage. Okay, so you can you can look around. You can see that there are like there is a pile of gifts from various guests. Uh, but none of them seem like something that would contain any secret plans or anything. Anything like that, it seems like he probably wouldn't just leave lying around. Oh, Thrym. Uh, <laughs> I'm very excited for tonight as well. Just for my uh, cu- curiosity's sake, uh, you know those plans that were promised to my father? Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to be sure because there are some tensions between our families and I just wanted to be sure that there was nothing to distract from our beautiful day of uh, courtsmanship. <clears throat> uh, uh, so are those plans with uh, with you right now or are they in the room? Or? Don't worry. I've got some of uh, my best nights keeping them safe. Everything's going to go fine. I, I mean, as long as uh, dead man didn't give us a dud plans, that'll... But that's an after thing. Ah, uh, who's dead man? Um, I don't think I say that because... Uh, give me, um, knowledge, warfare, or underworld. Um, you can add two blues onto this. It'll be three purple. Five success, one advantage. That sounds alarms in your, in your brain there, Al. You have heard of Deadman before. Deadman is a sort of notorious underworld figure who, when you were still with intelligence, was causing a lot of problems for uh, the Sith faction that you were working for. Like, it seemed like he had a specific vendetta against them. Could he be the type of person to purposefully give the fake plans uh, just to cause chaos? Well, if uh, so, Denova is um, 
within the same sector as Terrace. So if a Denovan warlord who used to work for the Republic got a hold of a railgun that could destroy a city and wanted to, say, use it on a planet controlled by the Sith... Yeah, so th- that's real then. Okay. So we're we're still on track, and we also have a better idea of, like, who's responsible for all this, who's in charge of all of this. So that's good in and of itself. So... Uh, with that in mind, uh, with that in mind, um, oh, is dead man here? Is dead man here today? Oh uh, no, unfortunately. I mean, nobody's ever met him in person, you know. Uh, and I guess he didn't see it appropriate to uh, send us off on our wedding day, anyway. Oh, I was hoping to, uh, that he would congratulate us. I've always wanted to meet him, you know. Yeah, you and uh, half the underworld. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 it's a good fallback. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Okay. All right. So let's uh, let's continue on through. No, uh, Frey, through... you're not usually this interested in this sort of technical side of things. Oh, I just, I felt as though now that we are gonna be with each other for better or for worse until death do us part and so on and so forth. Yeah, I was just <laughs> trying to ease my way into fi- uh, into. Uh, knowing a little bit more about your life and it, uh, and interests, uh, just so because every once in a, w- a while my life could be so boring, and I need to spread my wings and fly in knowledge. So does that mean you've given more thought to what I asked you? Well, you've asked me a few things. You might have to remind me. And he kind of he leans in uh, close, so uh, your quote unquote father doesn't hear. And he said about joining the knights. In due time, I've thought about it a little bit more. I will give you an answer in in due time, but first let's just have the best night of our lives. Very smooth. Give me a a charm on him. I'm so fucking charming. You have to add a yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's, what's the roll? Uh, gonna use a destiny point. That'll be against a red. Red. Two success and an advantage. And he, uh, he winks at you and he goes back to his food and starts, um, eating. So he's got like this baked potato, right? And he starts eating it in a very, um, seductive way. Hell yeah. How do you seductively eat a baked potato? Do you like pick it up whole and just like nibble on the tip? Well, no, it's got like, it's got like the slit in the side. Oh Oh my God. Is he picking it up? What? Do I do I take the hot dog and start to fillet it or what? <laughs> that's up I to mean, you. That's up to you. <laughs> do you? Um what 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 food do I have in front of me right now? Uh well it is a surf and turf dinner, so you've got uh you got some fish, you've got some uh some nerf nerf you and got, turf. You got some okay. lobster tails, that'll do. Um I take I take a lot I take a uh a lobster tail, and I just kind of like, uh, I, I, I break it open, and I slurp it up, and then I give him a wink. Uh, some of the other <laughs> knights are watching this, and they kind of, you know, elbow him in the stomach. Say no more, say no more. <laughs> You've had sex before, right? What's it like? That's the the other knights asking. <laughs> okay. They're at a brothel. These knights haven't managed to, uh... <laughs> Not, they, they cannot seal a deal. Okay. There's a lot of Let- window shoppers. I mean, the Knights of Ren always did have big incel vibes. They try and they just got shy. Because like I, he I, said... I, 
I, I, I got I got to keep up appearances until I have those plans. So yeah, shifting into suit mode. To wedding mode. Yeah, because he, he said that the uh, the Knights of Rand were taking care of the plan, so if those are going to get handed over after the ceremony, then hopefully it's okay to just, you know, go with the flow. They are the also bathroom. serving a lot of um, very strong alcohol at this wedding. Mm. So why I'll doesn't be- everyone, uh, if you're taking part in this banquet fully, as if to appear uh, genuine, why doesn't everyone give me a three purple resilience? You oh, hell yeah, baby. I will not. I do not drink You wine. I do not drink wine. Um, I feel like... I Is feel it like red wine or would... white wine? Blue. Oh, okay, <laughs> so I just can't dump it on my wet dress then? What's, no, it's, what's... it's Theresian it's wine, so it's made from uh, the glands of monkeys. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. One success, three threats. Three purple. Two success, Oof. one advantage. I am sober as hell. Ooh, one success, two threat. And I don't think alcohol actually even affects Rombius, so, yeah. You sure you don't want to drink Rombius? You're going to make us look like a bunch of squares. I, I feign doing it. Like a, uh, let's go check for this one here. Deception? Yeah, it would be a, it would be a three purple deception if you want to pretend to drink wine. Mmm, this wine is so good. I yeah. love the taste of it. One success, two threats. So it it's you kind of get away with it, but there there are, you do notice some people like staring at you and whispering. Trying to hide my mustache. <laughs> <laughs> and you see like um, one of the other guests miming like uh, something in front of their stomach that seems to imply like is she pregnant? Is that handmaiden pregnant? Oh, Ooh, the is there scandal. a scandal in the court? Oh. There may be a scandal. Let's all whisper about it. I'm not pregnant. Am I? <laughs> Maybe you are, Rombius. Maybe you are. Maybe you are. For the sake of the for the sake of the drama. I'll just kind of like pat my stomach. Hold a handkerchief over uh, above your mouth like you're about to be sick, but you got it together. You got it together. Give him a show. Bread and circuses. And Al, uh, you're able to keep your wine about you. Same with Meyer. Uh, but the the father, he's telling this like animated story and he like swings his arms out and spills the wine all over the two of you. Oh, oh we have a party foul. <laughs> and Thrym, he says, oh, don't worry. I, I've got it. How about uh, come with me and we can get you out of that dress and get it cleaned up. Uh-oh. And then I, uh... We, we could damn. be like, no handmaidens only, not until after the no, ceremony. No, 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 we must no, not... No no. no, 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 we must not break with tradition. Come here and get... Uh, come here, everybody. We're uh, and then I pour... I pour wine over my head. We're getting messy! <laughs> Is this tradition? Why not? So you can pour that uh, on your face, your quote-unquote face... Oh no! Fuck! Oh. I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to help you, you fool. And like the wine, uh, it isn't behaving like it usually does on real skin, uh, because of like this particular machine and what it was designed to do. It does uh, repel fluids, so it's like okay. this weird hydrophobic surface that. Uh, gonna roll a perception from your your boy love here. My lover boy. He wants a piece of your heart. Hey, lover boy. What's your what's your deception there? One yellow, two green. Okay, so one red, two purple. Uh, two success, 
but two threat. So kind of like looks at you and he grabs his napkin and says, oh, here, let me let me get that for you. And he starts to reach out towards your face. You can see that he knows something's up uh, and he's trying to like grab at your face with the no, napkin. Uh, what, what? No, no, no. Yes. You're going to wipe off the hydrophobic makeup that I have on. Oh, one second. Yeah. And then I, I just kind of like uh, take the napkin from him and then I carefully wipe myself because I realize what I what I have done and I'm trying to uh, uh, get back on it here. So uh, if you want him to believe this hydrophobic makeup lie, that'll be a deception. You uh, so that'll start out as being against two red and a purple, but you can add a black because he thinks something's up. And again, use a destiny point. Let's make that three red and a black. You know, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know. You sure you don't want your handmaidens to take you to Why the ladies' sure? room? Are you sure you don't want the handmaidens <laughs> to make you? Everybody, everybody freeze the motherfucking <laughs> stick up! No. Um, okay. Uh, how many destiny points we got? You got three. I'm gonna flip one. Jesus Christ. Okay. One failure, one threat, two triumphs. Two triumphs. Two triumphs. He knows something's fucked up. He knows that, like, there's something off about you. You are not who you say you are. And, like, he pulls his laser sword off of his belt, and he turns it on, and there's, like, the snap hiss, and the table is illuminated with red. As he said, who are you? Who are you? But, like, the father, like, kind of, like, goes between you and him, and he says, stop, stop! What are you doing to my daughter? What are you doing? That's my daughter, you fuck! Oh, dear me. Uh... So the, uh... The Shogun is kind of blocking, so if you do need to slip away, you probably could get a head start. We still need those plans. Um, okay, he said that the knight, one of the Knights of Ren had the plans on him. Can I give them a visual pat down to maybe determine who's, like, perhaps holding themselves in a more guarded manner, like they have something important on their person? He nods to one of the knights, and they put their helmet back on and excuse themselves from the table and start moving away. It, where is he moving to? Is he, like, moving out of the banquet room? Yeah. Can I, uh, excuse, excuse me, and <laughs> I'll try to follow him. I'll see if I can beat him up. Now that we have this opportunity, let's see if we can all sneak away towards the knights as my my dad and my bow are fighting. Ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have to take Milady to the washroom. So to uh, slip away, if you guys want to slip away, there is quite a scene that is drawing attention. You guys did get two triumphs. Uh, so if you want to sneak away, you're going to have to sneak away from Thrym specifically. Uh, so that is going to be a stealth against his perception, which is two yellow and two purple. Ooh. But uh, because you got those true triumphs, you can upgrade it twice. That all had a destiny. Yeah, what do we have for destiny? Uh, you have one left after Rhombius. Ooh. One advantage, two failures. Uh, I'll try without flipping the destiny point. Uh, Aha! Two okay. Sorry, I got two success, one advantage. I got two success, four threats, one triumph. Ooh. I got two success, three threats, one triumph. Ooh, oh my God. so many triumphs. This is a triumphant uh, episode for us shit in the bed when it came to uh, destiny rolls in the beginning of uh, the thing. So all of you can kind of start uh, sneaking away, except for Meyer. Meyer, it seems that her dad, that Freya's dad, the Shogun, has stepped on your dress. 
Oh God. <laughs> See, Amaya, you're kind of pinned there. But uh, one of one of the other people at the table uh, sees everybody else leaving. They see Rombius leaving, and uh, they kind of help you get it pulled out from under his boot. And they whisper to you, "Go protect the baby, protect the pregnant handmaiden." Yes, <laughs> yes. Oh my God, that rules. Yes. I, I nod and I nod and scurry away. So you're able to all kind of get away, uh, except Al. Uh, as the bride, there is more attention on you, and people are starting to, like, guard you. Like, so far, it seems that Thrym's the only one so far who seems to have caught on to what's going on here. Uh, so people are starting to block your way to help you escape, but because you got those threats, Thrym does order a couple of his knights to follow you guys. All right. Wait, so um, the, the other knights of Ren are following us as we're following the first knight of Ren that broke away? Yeah, so uh, there's, there's uh, you got three threats, so he's sending three after you. Whatever, I can beat them the, the hell up and kick the shit out of all these bitches. Atta girl. Okay, can we pursue this, uh, the first knight of Ren who, who took off? Uh, yeah, so they are probably trying to escape. Uh, so this will, you'll probably have to track them. They they did manage to kind of get out of sight. Would that be a survival? Uh, survival or perception against uh, their stealth, Ooh. which is going to be two red and a purple. Oof. Hmm. What's my survival? That's intellect, isn't it? And it was cunning much worse. Could I uh, flip a destiny to downgrade one of the reds? Yeah. Yeah, one We're failure. Sorry. Anyone else want to try? Mm, one advantage. Three failures. One despair. God damn it, Meyer. Uh-oh. To be fair, I was behind everyone. A perception is okay. I'll try that one. One green, one yellow. A success and advantage. Jesus. Well, three failures and a threat. Man. So, Al, uh, since you are the bride, the one who everybody's looking out for, you can sprint ahead and see the knight is running completely out of the brothel towards uh, their ship, this kind of matte black uh, assault freighter that's been heavily modified, and they're kind of running up the landing ramp. It doesn't seem like the engines flare on or anything, but it's it's likely that they're keeping the plans aboard their vessel. Nobody else can see this, though, because Meyer, since you're at the back, uh, the knights do manage to catch up to you, and they grab you, and they shout, Hey, better ah. stop unless you want this little girl to die. Hey, that is one of the handmaidens. Yeah, I'm an adult woman. You leave her alone, you bitch. Hey, it just started going, oh, the girl party just started going crazy. I don't know what happened, yeah. Would a little girl be at an orgy? <laughs> and one of them says, shut up. I remember you from the sex shop. Oh, you bastard. Come on. <laughs> Would a little girl be at a sex shop? Oh, I guess I, I guess I don't have to talk like this anymore. There's three of them pursuing? Yeah, and they've got one of them. He has a, a blade to Meyer's throat. Oh my god, you guys are acting like such assholes. You guys are like from the Sith Academy, right? Like, don't you know anything about honorable hand-to-hand combat? Or are you guys big fucking whips? The Sith are fucking chumps. That's why we left. Uh, maybe you guys are just overly big chumps and you're not even big enough chumps to hang out with the Sith. Yeah, have you ever thought of that? Have you ever thought of that? You want to fight properly or what? All right. And he uh, unholsters his disruptor pistol. Oh, bitch. (laughs) 
Can I, tr- can I try to, um, is, which one is unholstering the disruptor pistol? Uh, so the one in the middle has Meyer. It's the one to his right. So there's one on, on the right of him and one on the left. Can I try to do like just a, a drop kick on the guy who's pulling out a disruptor pistol before he can use it? Uh, that would be vigilance versus vigilance. No, kind of my vigilance is so bad. Could do cool instead. My cool's a little better. Since presumably you're prepared for shit to pop off. Okay. What would that be against? Or is it just whoever rolls better? Uh, well, you can you can roll it against him. So that will... I'm going to give you a destiny point back. That will be against a red and a purple. Whee! Aha! Two success! Eat my boots! Yeah, give me a, uh, a brawl then. A two purple brawl. Uh, actually, that'll be a red and a purple. He does have adversary. Can I do martial grace? So once per round, I could suffer two strain to add damage equal to ranks and coordination yeah. to the next bra- brawl checkmate this turn. So if I land this, I can add a, at least an extra one damage. Three success, but one threat. Okay, so you can, yeah, you can kick him. Right in the mouth. Uh, unfortunately, he's wearing a helmet. Damn it. <laughs> and although although you are kicking him in the head with that threat, uh, you are uh, in engaged range for him to fucking blast you. Unless Meyer does something real quick. Where's like, nope, you're getting shot. Yeah, I've got quick draw, so I can take out my little knife at least, and uh, I try and stab the blaster guy in the thigh. Does he have okay. thigh uh, armor? So that, first you'll just give me a vigilance against his vigilance here. Give me a two purple vigilance. Oh, one failure, one threat. Wait, yeah. No, so he will get to fire Damn at uh, Vanry unless uh, Al or Rombius wants to roll against two purple vigilance as well. Okay. Wasn't Al try. running? Wasn't Al running ahead after the, uh, yeah. the one night of Ren though? Yeah, so, so it would just be Rombius. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm not terrible at vigilance. Let's give this a try. Hey, one success. All right. Yay. So uh, if you want to attack this guy, you can then. Okay. He has a chance to fire. I will use my hurt power. I believe it's just rolling a uh, force die. Okay. Do you still have to be engaged to uh, do the harm power? Do I have to use my action to get to engaged range? Uh, a maneuver would get you into engaged range. And I will do that. One dark side. Okay, so you can uh, deal that straight through his clothes, lay, lay hands on him and through his armor. You can kind of like feel it heating up as the flesh inside begins to rend and boil. And he yelps. Uh, which, so his role before any of you intervened would have been two success, two threats, and a triumph. Ah! Uh, but because Rhombius was able to intervene, he does miss. <laughs> thank okay. God, thank you, Rhombius. That would have been an early end to a character. <laughs> one gets one. Just shut your rifles, man. Since all of you have gone, uh, the Knight of Ren with the knife at Meyer's throat. Uh, he gets three success and an advantage, so he stabs his blade into your chest, Meyer. Good. Ah. Well, peace. <laughs> you suck. Nice, nice knowing you, Mayor. Mayor. So uh, you take, um, you got three success. His vibro blade, his knife does five points. It has uh, pierce two. Ooh. So that bypasses all of your soak, and you take eight points of wound. Ooh. Oh, okay. That's only most of it. I got four <laughs> but points. Not left. all of it. I don't know if I'd be smart enough to like keep the blade in. And the third knight, who is wearing uh, a couple of bandoliers of various types of grenades, throws one onto the ground oh, and it Christ. starts spewing this thick smoke. 
Man. It, doesn't appear, it doesn't appear to be toxic, but it does make it very hard to see what's going on. Am I still in pursuit? Uh, yeah, but at this point, you could have noticed that the rest of your gang has not followed you. And if you look back, you can see a cloud of smoke is uh, growing to envelop them as they are fighting with the three Knights of Ren that have given chase. But the other one is still running, right? Uh, he's gone to his ship for the plans. You might want to go after him. Yeah, I think I gotta go after him. Cypher 8 manages to catch up to you and says, if you want to help your friends, I can secure the plans. Oh, fuck. Oh, okay, there we go. Hey, you're conveniently here. All right, I'm going back. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. Just, just pop and then it's like, <laughs> I run faster than you. You've always known this. <laughs> All right, I'm going back to help my friends. So you can return to fight these knights while Cypher 8 goes to the Knights of Ren's ship. That put us at the top of the round. Yeah. I just want to go first so I can stab this guy in the fucking nuts. You can do that if you want to. You like pull his sword out of your own chest and then use that on his nuts. No, because then I'll bleed out. <laughs> All right. So uh, since this guy is hanging on to you, the smoke isn't going to be a penalty. So that'll just be two brawl. Or melee? Uh, yeah, melee. Two purple? Yes. I got a blue on my combat knife for some fucking reason. One triumph. <laughs> no success. You know? So, yeah, you can't, like, dab him or anything, but if you want to knock him down, if you want to knock his weapon out of his hand, if you want to break free of his grip. I'll break free of his grip. I feel like I should leave the knife <laughs> just in case. I want to break free. I want to break free. I'm just going to wander around with a knife sticking out of my chest for now. <laughs> yeah, you can slip out of his grasp in the smoke. Get him! Uh, I... He's over here. All right, who who wants to go next? I, I'm still engaged with the guy who had the disruptor pistol, right? Yeah. Can I try snaps neck? Um, sure. Your stupid helmet's not gonna protect you from neck snaps. So that'll add two black since you're calling your shot, but that'll be uh got adversary, so we're red and a purple. Red and a purple brawl. Yeah. What do we have for destiny? You have one. Ooh, but I really do want to succeed at this. You can take it. Uh, I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna get another yellow. Sorry, guys. I'm a, well, actually, maybe I should downgrade the red. Can I downgrade the red from adversary? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna downgrade that red. Uh, fuck, one advantage. <laughs> maybe I can at least knock his gun out of his hand or something. You can't knock the gun out of his hand, but if you want to add a blue to somebody else who's attacking him, you can. Rombius is also right there. Yeah, sure, Rombius. I'll hold him steady for you so you can harm him. Yeah. Okay. So if you're using your harm power, blue wouldn't really do anything. Um, but why don't you why don't you just roll? We'll we'll let that do an extra point of damage to him if you can sure. activate your power. Uh, one dark side. Yeah, so you can. So you can hear under under his helmet like a screaming as as you lay your hands on him, and he like he falls to the ground. It seems he's still kind of he's not dead, but he's definitely in a lot of pain. Nice. Um, what is around me? What can I do? I know it's a big smoke. Bubble, yeah, there's but... there's a big smoke cloud that's making it hard to see. Um, Meyer has slipped out of the grasp of one of the knights who uh, seems like his specialty is knives. Banry and Rombius are, are uh, taking down a guy who's using a disruptor pistol, and there is a third guy who uh, threw the grenade and has a bandolier of several other grenades still on his chest. I'm going to go after that guy. I'm going to see if I can garrot him. Okay, so uh, 
you're gonna have to find him in the smoke. So uh, since you're not aiming, yeah, okay, it'll only add one black. Since uh, in order to get him, like once you find him, it's not gonna be hard to, to do it. But finding him is gonna be the trick. So they'll add a yeah. black. Uh, he has a rank of adversary, so that'll be a black, a red, and a purple brawl to garrot him. Black, red, purple. Even Stevens. Success, but a threat. Ooh. So you can. Uh, let's see uh, how this works for him. What is your brawl? My brawl is a yellow and a green. Okay, so he's going to roll his uh, brawl against yours then. A failure, but what? two advantages. Okay. Um, so you've, you've got this wire around his neck underneath his helmet, uh, and you're choking him, and you hear, like, something, this little ping on the ground, and if you oh, look, fuck. hold the pin on this grenade, and he says, You might want to rethink that. Oh, shit. Is there some way that I can, like, take the grenade and then just pop it in his helmet somehow? Uh, the helmet that he's wearing? Or just, like, in his body somehow. Like, shove it under his armor? Yeah. Um, when it's your turn again, potentially. Okay. Um, unless you want to like just disengage from him right now, but I mean that's not. I feel like that's not going to help us for now. Like, is he is he is he done his turn or no? That could be his turn because it is it is all the knights' turns now. So we can we can call that his turn. So his turn is over. Okay. 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 Next to go, uh, the guy on the ground. He still has his disruptor in his hand. He is gonna fire wildly and blindly at you two, uh, Rombius and Vanry. Uh, three failures, three three threats. Uh, so he's he like points his gun up, but if one of you just wants to like Rombius, you got him in the leg. So if you just want to stomp on his leg, he does like instinctively move his arm to cover it, and he accidentally pulls the trigger, just blows his leg clean off. No. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like he was blindly shooting and he disrupted one of his buddies. But this is better. The knife guy is uh, still around, though. So let's see how he does. Uh, he's still looking for his knife, Meyer. Meyer, you can see that there is like a light blinking on it as if the knife has a tracker. God. So he's not going to have those blacks for the smoke as he hunts you. Fuck. <laughs> You can just throw it at somebody else. <laughs> a success, two threats, two triumphs. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, no. I only have four. So he, you feel like the knife that's still on your chest, you feel it start to twist as this Knight of Ren like just appears Ooh. from the smoke and presses it into you and twists it. His threat is that, like, he's right up close to you, so when it's your turn, like, you'll have an easier time getting to him. But he does get two triumphs, uh, so he's gonna roll his crit. Right. Um, <laughs> his knife does have two ranks of vicious, so whatever he rolls, he's gonna add 30 to it. Am I just getting critted, not, like, uh, wounded? His knife does do some wound, uh, and he's also gonna use his soft spot ability uh, to flip a destiny point, and he adds uh, three damage <laughs> okay. So Just an additional three damage onto that. So his knife, uh, it starts out, it does five, uh, plus those three is eight, plus his success is nine, and he has two ranks of pierce, which puts you over your wound threshold. So you're going to take a second critical injury. Oh, no. So for the first critical injury, um, he rolled 51, adding 30 
uh, gives you 81, which is winded, so until the end of the encounter, you cannot voluntarily suffer strain to activate any abilities or gain additional maneuvers, which is probably uh, fine. Um, and for your second critical injury, that gets to add 10 to it. Roll a one. Uh, 39, so 49. Stinger, increase the difficulty of your next check by one. So you're over your wound threshold. Yeah, she is She is knocked out. Okay. We'll get you in a minute, Meyer. Don't worry about it. That puts to the top of the round? Yes. Okay. Um, I'm going to try and heal then. That heal old, Meyer, old, okay. Old-fashioned heal power on Meyer, yeah. I don't know if I want to not be <laughs> passed out when <laughs> I got a gaping hole in my chest. Just let me die here. <laughs> Just let me wake up in a hospital when I'm when it's I'm better. Okay. It's okay. It'll be closed. Yeah. So she's taken 17 points of wound. Uh, so your default, your heal, unless you've upgraded it to heal more, wouldn't be able to bring her back. A stim pack would, though. Okay. Then I'll use a stim pack. Okay. So uh, Meyer, uh, you are back at your wound threshold. Oh shit! <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> And then I look down at my gaping hole in my chest and go, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Uh, So, Meyer, now that you're you're back, you still would get a a turn this round. Is he near me? Yeah, yeah, he's still still pretty near you. He just pulled the knife out. So he's still kind of, uh, the smoke would add a black to attack him. It's like, I'm going to fuck you up. I'm pulling out my big sword. Did I have my big sword on me in this little dress? Shoved out yes. the back of your dress. Yeah, yeah. it was down your crack. Do my fucking Wonder <laughs> Woman thing. Yeah. Pull out my big sword. So uh, getting up and pulling out your weapon, that would require two maneuvers, so you'll have to take two strain to do that. But can, then you Am can, I allowed uh, to do that with my winded? Uh, suffer strain to activate any abilities or gain additional maneuvers. So you can either get up or draw your weapon. What if I just keep my handheld knife and crawl over and stab him? <laughs> yeah, you've still got your... your handheld knife if you want to crawl over. Stab him somewhere where he doesn't have armor. Stab In him the neck? Up. I mean, you wouldn't be able to get to his neck from crawling on the ground. Fine, I'll stab his dick again. Yeah, get him right in the crack around his cog piece. Okay, so that'll be a, uh, you'll have to add a black for the smoke, but that'll be a red and a purple. Well, two failures, one threat. I'm refreshing. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, you could crawl after him. He, he just notices you, so he's the fuck probably are you doing? <laughs> gonna stab you again. Oh, <laughs> Somebody else intervenes. <laughs> what would it be to take out a grenade, take out, take the grenade out of his hand and just shove it in his armor and run? Um, well, you would have to let go of, you would have to release the garrote to do that. That'd be fine. So that would be a brawl to do that, probably. Come and there would now, be some additional uh, additional penalties because it's pulling something out of somebody's grip and then, like, sticking it with him again. Unless you wanted to, like... Because you've got him, like, in the garage. I suppose if you wanted to, like, release him and, like, shove him into the guy that's going to stomp on Meyer, but Meyer might get caught in the blast. Actually, well, hmm, hmm. It's not a bad idea, but... Uh, that's, I also don't want Meyer to be there. Unless, like, Van retackled... <laughs> the guy who's going to stomp on Meyer and you like meet in the middle. <laughs> and I can try tackling this buddy first. You, yeah, you, you go first. Yeah, I'll, I'll do a run in, a run in and fly and tackle on this guy. All right. Uh, so you'll have to add a black for, for all of the smoke, but that'll be a brawl against a red and a purple. One success. 
All right, so you can tackle him since you were specifically trying to move him. He stumbles away from Meyer, safely out of any uh, blast radius, should uh, Al decide to throw any uh, grenade-type people his way. Okay, yeah, let me do that. All right, so that'll be a two purple, uh, that'll be a red and a purple brawl. Red and a purple, how many destiny points? You have one at the moment. I'm gonna, I'm gonna flip it. Okay. One success. Yay. That is enough, so you can release your garrot and just shove this guy, he goes stumbling into his friend, they smack into each other in the middle, and he drops his grenade, and in the smoke there's this bright orange flash of an explosion as these two remaining lights go up in flame. Hell yeah. <laughs> this rules. I never felt more graceful in my life than in this wedding dress. And <laughs> you wear it so well. It's better not it awake so well. anything in me. <laughs> yeah, all of your disguises are like looking a little bit like Meyer. Your dress is full of blood. Uh, Al, your uh, like rubber face is like coming apart. You are not passing for anyone anymore. <laughs> I think I need to go to a hospital. You'll be uh... fine. Robbius gave you a stem pack. We, we should probably check out uh, Cypher 8 and uh, uh, see how she's doing. So you can uh, head back to the Knights of Ren's ship and you can see like a body tumble down the ramp as Cypher 8 comes out carrying this little briefcase looking thing. We good? We're good, Cypher 7. All right. Plans has been secured. Let's get the fuck out of here. We've probably caused a little bit too much chaos, so... Um... Well, first things first and they throw the case on the ground. Uh, would you like to do the honors? Oh, I absolutely would. Um, you mean destroy the thing, right? Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah, no, I can do that. Uh, and I, uh, go up to the, uh, briefcase, and I destroy them for, uh, king and for country. Uh, with, um, with my with my blaster. You can just blast it full of holes. Pew, 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 pew! And then set it on, well, if it's not already set on fire, I will set it on fire. It's it's smoldering in the parking lot of this brothel. All right. That's a good measure. Boy, that thing would have been fun to sell, but it's probably way too dangerous to be outside. So, uh, I don't know. You want to come back to the Empire Wreckers and uh, have a drink, or? No, I don't think so, Cypher 7. Uh, I've got a lot of work to do. Now that we know who was behind this, if it was Dead Man, then... That has some serious implications, that considering that the plans were locked down within the Sith archive, that suggests that Dead Man is somebody within the Sith intelligence agency itself. Is it you? Are you Dead Man? I'm not Dead Man. You tell me if you're a Dead Man, right? No. That's the rules. You have to, if you're Dead Man, you have to tell me that you're Dead Man. If I was Dead Man, why would I go through all the trouble of just, of getting these plans back from the Knights of Ren and then destroying them? I thought Dead Man was Guillermo del Toro <laughs> in Death Stranding. Hello, thank you. Bye. He's <laughs> gonna make a joke about the movie Dead Man, but it's like, does anyone even remember Dead Man? <laughs> I mean, oh. I do, but like maybe. I thought Dead Man was William Blake. <laughs> in any case, if it is somebody within Sith intelligence, then we're going to have to be very careful, and I may have need of your services in the future, Cipher Seven. Not for nothing, but it'd be. Uh, it was kind of fun working with you again. I wouldn't mind. Uh, Calling in a favor for you. Uh, well, I guess you've already done a lot of favors, so I guess this means we're even. But if you need, uh, if you do need more uh, uh, 
more more things here, then just let me know, and we'll uh, uh, I'll be in that shitty bar that I'm going back to. God, I miss being an agent. Can we help? Do we get cool agent names now? No. I'm gonna be no. Cipher X. <laughs> That's actually real cool. Cool. <laughs> that is pretty name. cool. Does it have to be a number though? You want to be Cipher Four Twenty? X is a number. <laughs> I guess if you're thinking, like, numerals, it is. Yeah. Cypher XXX, a.k.a. Oh Cypher 30. <laughs> right on. Ah, <laughs> uh, like X, like the unknown, I don't know, fucking math. <laughs> the unknown variable. <laughs> the one who gets stabbed in the chest on the mission. I am the unknown variable. <laughs> Alright, all let's, let's, uh, let's get out of our costumes and, uh into civilian wear before the uh, wedding party gets suspect. Honestly, the blood-stained uh, outfit is kind of a look, so... You gonna stay in it? No, but I'm gonna keep it. You keep this blood-stained dress? Keep whatever clothes uh, you want uh, from these people. Uh, are you guys gonna bother looting the Knights of Ren? I know two of them just oh. kind of exploded. <laughs> yeah, we need to like, get that disruptor pistol at least. That's probably like uh, good for someone to have. Not me, but like... Yeah, not... Well... Al, you want a disruptor pistol? I would love a disruptor pistol. What's your agility? It's so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> My agility is three, so yeah, oh, no, that'll work. Did uh did Sword Guy have anything cool that didn't get dis- uh, that didn't get uh exploded? No, Sword Guy and Grenade Guy are uh dark chunky splotches on the pavement. Hey Cypher Eight, did that other guy have anything cool on him? Did you already loot him? What that guy? Yeah, I can check his pockets. What does this guy have on him? Feel free, but he's dead. That's a little. Yeah, he's dead. He's not using it anymore. So you got anything cool on him? Uh, why don't you roll me a perception to search his corpse? What's that gonna be for perception? Um, what are you looking for? Um, I don't know. Just anything that I can sell, because there's probably not gonna be a whole lot that I'm gonna be willing to carry around with me. If you're just looking for uh stuff you can sell, then that would just be like a two purple. Does this guy have a lightsaber? I could buy, I could sell a lightsaber for a bunch. No, only only the uh only Thrim seemed to have an actual laser sword on him. Well, I got two success and an advantage. Ooh. So he does have uh like the military armor, which I don't think you're really gonna use, like the 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 Knights of Ren armor. It does seem like his undersuit is uh like standard issue like Sith Academy jumpsuit. Yeah, so boring. He, yeah. This guy it seems like um He's got, like, some technical gear. He has a toolkit, stuff like that. It seems like he may not have been a fighter. There may have been a reason he was sent back to secure the plans. Man, lame. Is there anything I can get off him? Uh, he does have about 75 credit chits. Yeah, I'll take his credit chits. Can I take his helmet, too, like, just for fun? Yeah, you can take his helmet. Hey, dude. No, you're dead. No, I can't wear this, but, like, maybe I can just dropkick this away. Uh, no, it's a Nautilin. Oh! Oh! Oh, I can wear it! Oh my god, how does that even work, a Nautilin helmet? Does it, is it just, like, kind of open on the back? Yeah, it's like the Predator. Cool! With your I'll, with your dreads hanging out the back. I'll put this on for a while. Probably won't wear it long term, but, like, that's fun. What would that be for the helmet? That would just... That, I mean, it wouldn't give you any extra bonuses. It would just Damn. be a... It's, it's just a... It's a cosmetic. Okay. I'll have a cool little predator helmet that I can put on if I really feel like it. Yeah, it may it may obscure your face if you don't want anyone to see your face, but other than that... Okay. Well, let me add my 75 credits then. Yeah, would it... What, it, what is it? It's not... Uh, not banal apparel. That... Um, 
Yeah, it would, just like... be, it would be the same as banal apparel, basically. Okay. This upgrades the difficulty of checks to identify you. I do like this, just like, ah, uh, there's nothing more banal than a weird predator helmet. In Star Wars? Yeah. <laughs> Guess that's true. Banal, it's just really banal. <laughs> Are we ready to uh, scoot scoot out of here before they come looking? Yeah, you can scoot scoot out of there with your looted gear. Uh, as you leave, Cypher 8 uh, finishes affixing a tracking device to the Knights of Ren's ship so they can follow up later if need be. And uh, you guys can get into your still-stolen Marfalump family speeder as the wedding party comes out to see what all the ruckus was about. Uh, and uh, I guess maybe somebody will have a good honeymoon next time on Star Wars Empire Wreckers. This week's episode is brought to you by our top patrons, Jeffrey Zamudo, Joshua Winter, Laser, LKB, Suki Nintendo, and Vaginator.